Here we go. Season 2, Episode 4. I am Mike Busey, but you already knew that, and joined always my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. What's up, everybody? It's been an interesting last week for us, man. I mean, let's just start it out with a heartbreaking one for me and Mike. Uh, Fuck. DMX is dead, man. Say it ain't so. And we were just talking, I think, last episode about how we tried to book DMX and his management basically told us that uh, we could put a deposit down, but if X didn't show up, they were going to keep the deposit anyway. He, he went to rehab. He went to rehab. Yep, that's what it was, too. Uh, and me and Mike, huge, huge DMX fans. Uh, Mike has talked about it on the podcast before. He told the story. Coincidentally, I told this kind of the story right before he passed away. Maybe, yeah. maybe like three or four weeks before he passed away. I but don't know. The thing with, uh, with the passing of DMX, too, for us was just like, uh, one of the things that got me with the passing of DMX was how many people were like, oh, my God, it was too soon. It was too soon. I fucking love DMX. But when you fuck up like DMX fucks up sometimes, man, it's not too soon. It's exactly when it's going to happen. And that was heartbreaking for people to hear. But the fact of the matter is, man, like, truthfully, X was on a path that was a horrible, horrible path. And... uh this is where that path leads to, man. It's well, fucked up. Not to get all conspiracy-kick. <laughs> conspiracy-kick. I had seen some things floating around in the streets. You know, your boy got the ear to the street. Ay, ay! And uh, apparently his sister was saying he didn't die of a drug overdose and that it was something about some vaccine shit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell I'm you not, this much. I'm if, just saying what I, what I heard gonna, Yeah, yeah, yeah. His sister, uh, something about a vaccine. We know X. We everybody everybody's seen we have met DMX. Everybody knows that DMX got a problem with the dope. And we've seen it and we we watched it and it was heartbreaking. Yo, I didn't see DMX doing any dope. Okay? I didn't so see I'm him gonna, take I'm a vaccine step out on this one. You know, I didn't I, I read his book and he never talked about in the book. My biggest problem is all these goddamn vaccines. I saw that. It was Pfizer, Madura, Johnson and Johnson. Hurrah. <laughs> Did oh. you did you see that they had said the CDC and uh, I forget what else the fucking was? I had to look at my. <laughs> I, I took a screenshot, Miguel. Okay, Mike, you always remember that dude in the barber shop that's got the first part of the story. He's like, "Hey, did you hear that they said um shit?" Uh. I had seen that it said today the FDA and the CDC issued a statement regarding the Johnson Johnson COVID nineteen vaccine, and we were recommending a pause in the use of the vaccine. Out of the abundance of caution. Now, I the just Johnson Johnson was up. the whack one anyway. What was it, 82%? Stay the fuck out the game. Stay the fuck. Oh, Moderna's talking about 94%. Johnson Johnson come with that 82% off-brand Walmart Equate vaccine and but don't, shit. But don't quote me. That was a screenshot of something I posted that I had seen posted on uh, Instagram, so I don't know. So, so. <laughs> I like when – like, uh, there's, two, there's two things I get in the middle of the night from Mike. I either get some sort of like – Instagram, horrible news yeah post that's like unverified and we'll check it out or a picture of something and i don't know what it is last night it's I got a, a puzzle miguel last night i got a picture here's I, your riddle i had to read it all the way through it was a picture of a, just a direct tv thing that said like service he's zooming in on it and shit yeah, i'm trying to figure out what the fuck because mike never sends me an explanation of what he's talking about he just sends me a picture i don't got time to talk details miguel <laughs> i got a lot of information computing through this brain and send out a like blah blah, just spit it out. That's what I gotta do. And I'm like, sometimes, and then like I'll wake up to piss at like fucking four o'clock in the morning, and I'll see two Mike Busey missed texts, and I'm like, okay, are we buying this, or are we? Are we? Is it, do we have a problem with this? Miguel has to bring in a, like a a prophet to translate 
Miguel, I'm feeling strong spirits. There's trouble at the castle. You must awaken from your slumber. It happens, man. My, my, Join your comrade. I got a piss. It's like it's like a, a ghost of piss. It's just like, hey, hey, wake up, wake up, wake up. He's sending a message. He, if you don't wake the fuck up, he's going to buy a bus right now. Sometimes, wake you, up. sometimes you respond to my yeah. random ass message. I'm like, whoa, it's 5 a.m. What's he doing? I almost want to call you. I'm like, what are you doing? Go to sleep, Miguel. Here's the worst part. Sometimes, and I'll have my phone on silent. You will send me a message. And it will wake me up, even though my phone is on silent and I didn't That's the hear Lord it. speaking to you, boy. Steven's nodding and saying the same thing. I'm like, how the fuck did that wake me up? The but, Lord has but, blessed you. I swear to God, if a scally texts me at 345 in the morning, you up, I won't read that shit till 730 the next morning. But if Mike texts me a picture of a koala at 515 in the morning <laughs> with a question mark and a dollar sign, I'll just pop up. It's like a spidey sense. Like, no, don't let him buy it. Don't let him buy it. Speaking of buying shit, um, went on a little. Uh, we filmed another episode this of one was Sausage dope, Pickers. We've been working on this show. We filmed a couple episodes, so now we just got to start editing them. And uh, we haven't actually uh, finished every episode because apparently everything Joey Fatone uh, gives me, well, it's hard to pick up because Joey uh, Fatone is getting us to get the heaviest, biggest shit out of his house all the time. <laughs> He's well, tricking us with a, hey, I got this uh, mechanical bullet, weighs 75,000 pounds. Yeah, it, was, it, came, it came on like this rail cart. It had like, it looked like, it looked like one of those old fucking uh, coal mine fucking Bro, it carts. looked like the thing that the guy pumps one side and the yes. other guy pumps the other side and they <laughs> yes. travel. Yes, and going up another railroad. We showed up with our like trailer, not even our best trailer, our trailer that's like constantly getting rebuilt with wood that we find and yeah. shit. It looks like driftwood that's laid down on some <laughs> yeah. rusty fucking rebar. Our trailer looks like it was like designed to be like an Etsy project, not oh, yeah. a real trailer. Oh, wow. That's so authentic. I love the, the patina on it. Ooh, look at Oh, is that a whole? A rusty hole? Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's a hole, bitch. Is that coral? Is that made of coral? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. So we tried to get that thing, and it's funny too because like we were trying to move it when we got it, and it wasn't even like all of us pushing. It wasn't going anywhere. And our thought was we were going to push it up this ramp of this like oh yeah six by six fucking. It's like a six by nine trailer. It looks like a fucking. Uh, like metal mesh that you find at the bottom of the ocean has been rusted away. We're like, oh, we'll just it looks like push it made, up this ramp we got. It's made of driftwood and crab cages, you know? Yeah. So we showed up. Okay. We've, we've gotten a plane, uh, almost a mechanical bull from uh, Joey Fatone's NSIG uh, tour where they had like five bulls on stage. And here's the weird thing. at that We went to Joey Fatone's homeboy to go get the mechanical bull. And he's got a nice house, but he's got like the regular house. Like, you know, he bought in that neighborhood before it was wild. Yeah. Because it's like giant. Nice neighborhood, like average, normal, like below average house. It's I like Al, yeah, Al Capone mansions in that neighborhood and shit. Yeah. And then, you know, he's the holdout. You know, everybody hates him because he's the one who won't sell like the four. Uh, We're four not leaving. Two bath. Yeah. And then he's also got Joey Fatone's mechanical bull in the front yard. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's a. Uh, so, the bull is still have yet to return to its final resting place. How many trips place. have we tried to get the bull? Two times you went, right? Two times, and we almost did it today. So we rented, we spent it like a hundred, we spent like two hundred bucks on a U-Haul like car holder. Yeah, and what that bitch for the first time in my entire life, I rented a U-Haul, and that bitch went back the same day I got it, and we did nothing with it. I was like, <laughs> I almost felt like being like, "Yo, man, see if you know, see if they give us a break or something." It's supposed to be for two days, you know, like. I was gonna be like, just get on fucking Craigslist right now and see who needs their cars whole. Oh, trust me, I was thinking about. I was like, do we gotta move anything? I don't know. So 
We took it back. It, I think it went back. I think well, it went, well, tell everybody what you were going to get. Well, today, um, we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, technically, I'm not going to be owning it. I mean, we do a lot of that here. Yeah. Not, well, not yet. It's it's definitely something I would love to own, but I don't know if I can afford this thing because this is a little out of my fucking range. But uh, Mr. Mr. Fatone, um, I guess, uh, well, I don't guess. I know because I saw it. I touched it and I sat inside the fucking kit car from Knight Rider. David, I smelt David Hasselhoff's crotch. In the seat of the original upholstery of this beautiful fucking machine. And this is a real like, film car from, yeah. from the TV show. Not like, not like some dude, some fucking crazy nerd buff that like fucking geeked out his yeah. fucking car and went to fucking, uh, fucking Radio Shack and started pimping it out and shit. No, this is like... And this is one of the better ones, too. This is the ones that were in, in seat, not a stunt car. Yeah, it was like... It was one. It was like the film car because they had a bunch of others that they used to like fuck up and do all like the, the cars you would see to go up and down the ramp into the fucking yeah. uh, to the trailer, the semi trailers and shit. That's what I always wanted. This to do. is like the close up one, probably for yeah. like when he was in it and shit like that. So David Hassel, this is. Uh, Were you let down that it didn't have the voice? Like when you no, talk to it, uh, well, tr- Miguel, it will have the fucking voice. Thank you because everything it just needs some batteries, needs some TLC, uh, change out the gas is. It's been sitting in one of Joey's uh, friends, this guy named Jim. He's like this fucking like the dawn of fucking like music. Like yeah. he was like the he was like the dude that you had to go talk to if you want your your music played on the radio here in America. So he was like you know, and he's got this badass mansion, and it's on right on the lake in Windermere on, on Lake Butler. And we go in, we're like, whoa! It's one of those places shit. where all the way that, like you get there and you realize like I. I'm out of place here. Well, no, because see, uh, a lot of people think I'm like rich and shit, but I'm not because like literally everything I make goes right back out the window. And uh, I fucking, when I see houses like that, I feel really, really poor. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I am fucking up. Like, what, what, what did I do wrong? Like, this guy is, he's got fucking aquariums coming out of his fucking ceiling, affinity you- pool on his. Every home in, in this neighborhood is worth millions of dollars. You know what's fucked dollars. up? And I've done this, and I know you've done this. You get to a house party of somebody like that, and you feel so out of place. You start cleaning shit up and, like, bartending. Yeah, because that's called, I'm trying to stay. I'm like, yeah. well, I'll do anything you want, man. Just don't, yeah. let me, don't let me sleep outside. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, I'm not supposed to be here. Dude, ever since I was a kid, I, like, when I would get invited to, like, some rich kid's, like, birthday party or something, I'd be like... I'd be like, they're like, well, we really like Mike. You should bring him over. And I'm like taking out the trash. I'm doing dishes and shit. Like doing his homework. Like party, bro. It's your birthday. Let me figure out this math here. Yeah. Like I'm definitely, that's why I always say, man, I don't know if I'm just being arrogant or not, but if I showed up here, I would suck a fat dude's dick to come around here a little more often. <laughs> I'd be like, if I was a chick, you know, I was like, hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fuck with these guys. These guys are cool. They got a fucking Night Rider car over here, fucking a plane and shit. Do I, you think any chick, I would try any to fuck a party with anybody. Be like, Ooh, that's the Knight Rider car. I'm pretty sure. Oh, we talked about 80, this. Yeah, 80% of the girls who come here don't even know what a fucking Pontiac is. We, you know, they're not going to be like, it's just going to be dudes over here like, hey, I already got to suck a cock so I can be in the Knight Rider car. If we go down to the fucking Rusty Clam or some shit, yeah. there'll be some fucking marble cigarette biker chick. Like, holy shit, is that the kit car? Is that the kit car? Yeah. Who wants to put their dick in my throat hole? Exactly. What's up, Chris? You know? Michael. 
put your cock in my throat. Yeah. There's- Michael. I just want to just make Knight Rider. I want to, yo, all the time, man. Person, I want to, um, I want to put the kit car versus like a Tesla. You know, I'm like, ooh, you can drive yourself. Can Listen, you evasively we, drive yourself? We we popped the hood. We looked under. I don't know what the fuck any of the shit was, but I looked at the the, the legendary like the light, the red light in the front, and I go, hey, yo, does this shit work? He's like, of course it works. And we looked inside there, and it looked like Dark Vader's helmet, like like fucking. It just like some crazy handle. And it was like, I fit in this thing. I was surprised I actually fit in the motherfucker. Yeah, because the Pontiac built it. Because this is the thing. This motherfucking car was built in the 80s when they were like, listen, Michael, you might have a couple bitches in your lap when you're driving this thing. You're going to need, like, I guarantee you there was two episodes of Knight Rider where the car took him home drunk. And he was like, I get him fucking wasted. He's like, I've got you, Michael. He's telling me, like, the, the technology in there, you, there's, like, a tape, like, a track that goes in. So it can make the noise? Well, for it to talk, and then that David Hasselhoff, which who follows me on Twitter, by the way. Um, the Hoff? Yeah. That's dope. Oh, yeah. That's my dude. So he, uh, it's, it's, only, it's only destined that the, his car comes to rest here at the Sausage yeah. Castle. Because we're the only place. I mean, we're, we're damn near a museum. I'll tell you that. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of fucking cool, crazy memorabilia here that is rendered and respected what? How does this reverence. tape work? How does this tape work? So I guess David knew like the lines that he was going to say. He would hear it, and then he would talk in between it. So they were such like pros while they were filming that he would be like, uh, Michael, uh, or it would it would yeah. say like, uh, fucking yeah, you know, Michael. I don't believe blah blah blah, and they'd be like, he one, would two three. Kit, there's no fucking way, you know. Yeah, like, he he knew how to like go in between it. That's what he was saying. And uh, Hoff don't get the respect he deserves, man. Yeah. Like I think people Except sleep on him. Yeah, well, because they know. Yeah, they know to show us respect. They saw what happened. You know. So we got a little fucking thing planned. We got a couple little exciting things coming up in literally days. By the time you hear this podcast, it'll be Wednesday. We have is- something lined up. We're not going to talk about. We have something yeah. lined up with the kit car already too. Oh yeah, we, it's we a get- fucking huge. We got something that's gonna give you fucking goosebumps up your asshole. If you're if you're in your late thirties and above, because seriously, there's gonna be some scally there. And you're like, a dude, because no bitches watch Knight Rider. None of them are. Or gonna, did they? No, I don't know. no young girl now is gonna be like. My oh mom my was God. probably jacking off. My mom was oh, masturbating yeah. the fucking daily Oh Hasselhoff. my God, your mom was fucking like a bowling ball, three fingers in with a curve she, on her wrist. She got a fucking the uh, the rolling pin from the kitchen and just fucking banging your stepmom was using her dildos. Oh, definitely, yeah, just going at it, man. She was plugged up like. A voodoo doll. She was watching David Hasselhoff live from fucking Berlin Wall. These love these girls loved Hasselhoff. Like Hasselhoff was fucking every girl back in the day. And it, why, why though? Like what? Because I, I mean, I know he's the man, but when you look at eighty studs, like like what was the thing that chicks were like? Yo, look at that dude. He's got he's got hair everywhere. One time I, I was in Vegas. Uh, it was Bam's bachelor party, and uh, I planned his whole like bachelor party. I had to like fucking do a casting call for scallywags from and i i had girls coming from all over the country and and i had to tell them you know, yeah you know here's the deal you can come out and party and they had to be like on standby and, and then like you know obviously they're filming a tv yeah. show uh it was called bams and holy union you'll see me in there for a whole like three seconds if you blink you'll definitely miss me and uh I had to like handle all these drunken scallywags, and then you had like scallywag wrang- wrangling is a fucking art and oh, a bro. science listen and if I don't go to heaven for getting the multiple wieners wet through this fucking scallywagon wrangling I had to do, and I was like the most ethical 
fucking professional wrangler? gentleman scallywag wrangler could ever. I would never You're like lie. the Steve Irwin of scally wrangling. Ethical. I want I want my name to be on the Crikey, this whore's got a bit of a problem, doesn't she? Yeah, you know how many times here, I had to like take bitches out of back door like, "Oh, you got to go. We're gonna, we're, you're going to be a problem." You <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. you hey, gotta go. that's the best too when you got a back door like a scally cuz you're not even mad at him. You're just you're you're worried about the situation like, "Honey, you got to come 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 get here some water, here's some bread." You throw a sheet over him yeah. like poof. Same thing <laughs> with midgets. You know how many midgets I had to fucking oh my politely fucking pull outside of a trap door like be gone the thing about midgets is they go zero to 60 in a snap of a finger man yeah they go they're they're hanging out they're having a good time then they have three to six shots evil midget is like just like your abusive stepfather who used to beat the shit out of you when you came home from work and dinner wasn't ready yeah and he's had drink had too many few drinks that's the same time of a dark like and dark, you, drunk. Under- and the thing is, everybody just thinks they're funny and adorable, so nobody's helping you handle this situation because everybody thinks a dark uh, situation involving a midget's hilarious, except for the people who are in control of it. Here's what here I'll tell you. You want my you want my serious psychoanalyzation of midgets is. Is here's the thing is, most midgets grow up in this. They're being pandered like, oh, let me get that for you. Oh, you're a midget. So then they start getting like, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking midget. And they just start abusing the midget powers. Next thing you know, fucking they acting like the world owes them shit. And then, you know, some of them are a little bitter. You know, they fucking they'll get a little chip on their shoulder. That's why you see a lot of angry midgets. But uh, You've got more experience with midgets than probably most people. Listen, I, I, I am certified in, the, in How this. How many midgets have you had sex with? A few. But if you type midget in my phone here. There's, I'd say, like twenty active midgets on the roster. Some, uh, you know, some get pregnant, move away. Some, uh, you know, fucking, you know, hang out at crab shacks all day. You, you never know what they're doing. It's you got to like keep up with them sometimes. And uh, here's something a lot of people don't know. I'm going to tell you this about Mike. When Mike sees a midget, he lights the fuck up. Oh man, it's like, ooh, that's God's decoration. <laughs> I need that. We had a little midget working over here. Uh, uh, he worked for Bud. Bud, uh, you guys know the ballad of Rex and Bud. And uh, Bud, Bud shows up with with a little like he's like a trying to cut tall. my throat. Yeah, and this dude's like a foot tall. He's not. That's I don't even know. That's like a stump. I don't even know. And here's the deal: before all you fucking midget ass motherfuckers get all sensitive and start boohooing and shit, uh, fuck you because every midget I fucked with. Okay, I probably had sex with more midgets than the midgets have had sex with. Okay, so fuck y'all. And second of all, most midgets I know they don't want they don't like the word little people. So some of y'all are falling into this bullshit. Like, little people oh, sounds little. like a, little people sounds like like you're you're you're, you're treating them like they're a pussy. Yeah, no, it's like degrading as fuck. And, and I'm not a even a midget. And I'm, I'm fucking pissed off at that. Because midget, like midget just sounds like like it sounds hard to it. There's a there's a fucking there there's a there's a toughness to. I'm a midget. What I'm other tired, motherfucker? I'm tired of all these pussy ass motherfuckers, especially in America. That want to put everything in this box and like, oh, we're gonna cancel you. Fuck you. Suck a dick. Suck a midget dick. Okay. <laughs> Suck midget max fat, crooked, long, fucking dark dick. Because you got to pick what adjective you want to go with. Okay. You can't call midgets little people and think that's better, but then call big people like yeah. not big. Like, oh, those are slightly uh oh, over. Like they don't even know what adjective to go with because it, it's like some adjective is gonna offend somebody. So no matter what you do or say, someone and it changes. Like what year is it? Every five years. Like no, we're canceling this. You can't do this. Can't do that. I'm gonna say this, man. As a fat dude, uh, and, and I ain't crying about. But as a fat dude, people 
will randomly be like, hey, yo, big man. Hey, yo, big boy. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up? Big you dude. You don't see us fucking crying over yeah. in the corner, fucking slitting her wrist. You take that shit with a fucking, with a grain of salt. You basically, you basically own it. And a lot of times. Fucking pussies. Yeah, man. Like, like, like. Let's fight somebody, Miguel. If DMX was here, the shit wouldn't fucking happen. Now he's fucking dead. Yeah, because you think he got vaccinated. Hey, you know? hey. We start barking at shit. I didn't get a chance to go out. It rained like a motherfucker, and that was God crying from the heavens when when fucking DMX died. I saw a bunch of memes floating around. They said, "No, Lord, we said nah, little Nas X, not DMX." And God took the wrong X, and he should have took he should have took that guy because he's he's out of control. Little Nas X, man, I'm like, do your thing. Why the fuck does anybody give a fuck? Like, like. He did that video and he gave the devil a lap dance and people are freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, fucking don't watch the goddamn video then. If you, if, if, if that, it took a long time to get to the point where the devil was getting a lap dance that remained weird as fuck. Like, it was weird as fuck from the beginning. So if you got all the way to the end of that shit and you're like, oh, this is too weird. Fuck you. You stuck along for a weird trip. And now you're and now you're and now you're trying to make excuses. Even though Jesus is my homie, and I wasn't a fan of that stuff, and I wasn't a fan of the shoes and shit, wasn't a fan of any of that stuff. I'm more of like someone who's like trying harder, and it's like we never heard you talk about any type of demonic shit that I know of. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they just motherfuckers in the entertainment game just grabbing a straw. Dude, like, DMX. Hey, how about gonna, this though? DMX talked about a lot of demonic shit. And we loved it. You watch your fucking. Mouth, I'm just saying, girl. man. I mean, like, not on the grave of DMX. Do you fucking? I love DMX, him. man. But I, this is the thing. I love somebody when I love somebody. I'm not gonna bullshit about who they are. I loved them for who they were. Every fucking detail, yeah, including the, including the parts that other people didn't like. I just hate when like we we know some people personally that are like, oh yeah, Satan, and then it's like. Nah, bro, you're not really about that whole like situation. You don't need yeah, to like, I'm, I'm tattoo a pantogram on you and and fucking all this weird shit. It's like you just some people are so goddamn trendy that they will pretend to believe in something just because they think they're being edgy. Yeah, like I tell you, this, I we, we were just talking about uh, Marilyn Manson. Me and Steve and uh, I think me, Steve and Aaron and Chris were talking about it, and uh, like. Marilyn Manson straight up understood. He was like, "Yeah, this is shock rock. This is stick. This is this is for entertainment, you know." And 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 the thing Billy is, Billy Corrigan. Yeah, and, and the thing is, when you, when you do shit for entertainment, good man, you get it, you know. Like fucking uh, Alice Cooper got it, man. This is for entertainment, you know. I'm gonna wild out. And then it's funny because it's never their fans. It's like other people who don't really follow them that are like, oh, my God. Did Because remember growing up, we heard all the rumors about Marilyn Manson. He removed his ribs so he could suck his own dick. Yeah, he, he didn't? Was, he, he didn't? Was, he was, are you he, telling me he didn't? I know there's a meme out there that says he did, Mike. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I remember hearing that he was the kid. Uh, he was the friend from. Yeah, um, Meets World. No, no. Uh, Wonder Years. Wonder Years, yeah. yeah. And, uh. You know, all that shit, the crazy part is all those rumors, we all heard them without the internet. Without the internet, this shit spread so The streets fast. were real back the in the day. The streets were That's real, where you learned man. what, what uh, you learned about sex, and you always had to lie to your homies, like, they'd be like, do you know what an orgasm is? Like, <laughs> yeah, of course bro, I know what an orgasm is. What is it? I'm not telling you. I remember, hey, I remember they were asking me about what a clit was, and I was like, whoa. I, I, I couldn't answer it, but... I can't explain it right now. I gotta go. See yeah, you later. Yesterday was a weird day. Got some fucking hamburger helper at my house being made. Yeah, I think I was like, I think I was like twelve. Get out of the street lights are on, you know. And they were like, "Yeah, did you even know what a clip?" Because it's always a mean girl. It's always a mean oh, yeah. girl who just looks bitch. at you. You're just sitting there trying to fucking play Foursquare, and she's like, "Uh, you think you're cool? Do you even know what a clit is?" And I was like, Psh, 
I got like two of them. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, you had to bullshit. Because you, if you didn't have like an older brother who were schooling you and shit, because I didn't have that. I always wish I did. When I used to get mad at my sister, I'd be like, I wish you were a boy. I yeah. Wish you were my brother. Because I always wanted, I, maybe that's why I fucking have such a, 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 a sense of reverence for camaraderie with, within the bros, the sausages. Because, you know, you fucking, you know, I'm not trying to sound, I don't know how, to, how this is going to be taken, but we all love the company of a woman. And, and the warmth and, and, and the fucking the, the touch and the feel, the smell and the sensitivity. But just hanging with your bros, man, it's a, it's a different thing. You know, it's sometimes it's actually more rewarding than hanging out with the hottest chick in the world because you can't fart. You got to fucking have your shit on point. You can't smell. You could literally have dick cheese hanging out your fucking your fucking grundle, <laughs> have been wearing the same shirt for three days. And you don't have to act any different, but when when there's a when there's girls involved, you gotta be like, oh, well, yeah, you know, fucking, I did that too, you know. Fucking, you gotta- I remember I went on a beach trip with my own boys, and I wore swim trunks and probably the same jersey for like three days. I just oh, wash yeah. them off and be like, hey, what are we do? We stand here just drinking, and get high. And then I know for a fact when I take a girl like on a trip now, I've got like multiple outfits for the day because I'm just like, gotta keep these balls fresh, gotta keep everything good. Yep. You ever been in a situation to where you didn't know there was going to be, like, chicks there and you just looked like shark shit? And you're oh, like, yeah. Fuck. So you kind of panic. You stand there. You're like, oh, do I run? There's been times where, like, people showed up. And, I mean, I've, how many times have I literally been dead asleep and people came into the bedroom and wake, woke me up? Yeah. And people, I'm, like, people used to, and, and I'm glad it's coming away from that now. But there used to be a time. But I got where, locks on my door now, Yeah, too. where people would just be like, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, wake up. You're like, huh? like, yo, this is my homeboy, blah, blah, blah. Like, who the fuck does that? Who goes into somebody's house and is like, hey, this dude's asleep. Let me wake him up so I can show him my homeboy. That reminded me of a moment we had uh, this a uh, couple days ago. We just uh, shot this music video with this uh, production company called Jack Nine. And it is a reggaeton production company that films like the who's who of like Latin music. And I'm talking... Not like some regular motherfuckers that every, me and my every, gringo people will know. Everybody that was at the house there was in, had millions of followers. I, and you know how petty deal. I am? I literally went to all their Instagrams, and I typed out what their following was. I typed out mine, and I added them all up, and it was over 25 million fucking followers. I know, because you put it on your Instagram post, too. Yeah. You were like... But those are accurate numbers. For yeah. like, it was actually underestimated. It was over... It was like... There was that cat that had like 11 million followers. 11 million followers. I would... If I had a million followers, I would have to literally have like a team of people... Like, I'm talking Russian cosmonaut missile shit. Like, two keys had to be turned at the same time. Could you imagine having the power of posting something? And I have, you know, a fraction of that. But um, and overall, I maybe have that if you take all my shit together. But since I've been deleted from every social media multiple fucking times, anyways, just the like, and I sometimes I'll look at someone's page that has like millions and hundreds of like, like uh, Kim Kardashian for example. She yeah. got like over two hundred million followers. Could you imagine? And I remember, might have been like the early two thousands. The typical number. For Super Bowl viewers, yeah. we're like 100 million. Yeah. So imagine someone who's at Your 200 million. Your life is viewed more than the Super Bowl at that yeah. point. And I, I know what what uh, how heavy that uh, responsibility and, and that takes on somebody at a time. I know there was something with her like sister 
Chloe or Courtney, one of the, I don't know which one it was, yeah. but she had posted like a regular photo of herself and the internet went crazy. I think it was Chloe, yeah. And the, and, and she kind of like lashed out like, you don't know how it feels. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of relate, but I'm obviously not hot. And, and, and what's kind of sad is a lot of people, especially chicks, they'll tear their own kind apart. They'll be like, oh, you fucking fake bitch. You fucking da 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 And I get it. Like, it's kind of... It's kind of weird how like we put in reference of big tits and 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 bigger asses, and now the lips and yeah. And now somebody's like, granted, most a lot of these girls, you know, they get a lot of control. I'm all for a girl or a guy doing whatever the fuck they want. I don't give a fuck what you want to do to your body. That's cool, but I feel like sometimes a lot of people just don't know when to say when. Yeah, and I mean, I have good friends that. If you saw a photo of them in high school and see a photo of them now, you'd be like, that's not the same person. Yeah. And I guess it's a cool thing to have the power to to change your body physically, but also there's something deep inside that too because we're, we're doing it because we want to feel better about ourselves or we're doing it, you know, imagine like a poor girl who went to school and got picked on because of the way she looked or this and that. For example, back in the day, Four or five years ago, I would read comments on YouTube. I would post the most beautiful, fucking heartfelt, like Christmas special, me like saving Christmas, and everyone's crying. And there'd be like two or three assholes that would put, like, Yeah, you fat fuck. Why don't you fucking fix your fucking teeth, you fucking fuck? And, I, and I'm just like, Wow, like, damn, these mother. And I had been, I've had horrible teeth my whole fucking life, but, uh, I never really noticed how much of a difference it was until I actually yeah, got, got, got work on them. And then I was like, damn, motherfuckers had sex with me back then? I was like, whoa. That's and, like if Jesus returned. You know, he grew up in, in fucking, back in the day in fucking Bethlehem. You know, his grill's all fucked. Oh, man. There's no <laughs> way. Like, that's the first thing you think about when they're bald cheese. Like, their teeth had to look like shit. Jesus, Jesus shows up. He's like, hey, Michael, it's me, Jesus. Woo! Grill looks like shit. Smell like Smelling dead like, cats yeah. and shit. And you're like, hey, what's up, Lord? He's like, come on, get in my the embrace. Dreadlocks got fucking tiger shit, like, his dressed feet, up in it and his stuff. His feet had to look like shit, man. Oh, my God. Fucking, he wore sandals in bethlehem i mean think about how bad her feet look but walking around here barefoot yeah and i lotion mine yeah do you yeah bro you gotta get the bottoms bro you gotta how come you bottoms. got no hair on your legs i always wondered that i just have really like light hair is that like a legs. spanish thing or? yeah i'm very like i'm like a hairless chinchilla model like even my arms look at that look at light damn yeah yeah so it's my grundle's tight too man like it looked growing up before people were like shaving their their dick area Girls would always be like, oh, you shave? Because it's just nice and light, you know? I lucked out. Wow. See, I feel like we all kind of luck out in certain areas, and then we get fucked yeah. on certain areas. And I know I've got definitely. I like to say that I have the perfect eyes, ears, nose, and hands, and feet, but big-ass <laughs> head, small-ass Perfect dick. eyes, ears, nose, hands, and feet. Yeah, no, I do. I look at my hands. I'm like, damn, these are fucking beautiful-ass hands. <laughs> My my nose is like what bitches spend like thousands of dollars. Like, I got a great nose. I got beautiful blue eyes. I got well-proportioned ears. I got nice-ass feet. God's like, all right, cool. We're going to make you just a above average height. You're, you know, you're going to be in six-foot range. I'm, I'm 6'3 for the, for the kids at home, in case you didn't know. Uh, a lot of people say, damn, you're a lot bigger than I thought. Holy shit, you're going to be. And I'm like, I don't know if they're talking height or fat because I know I'm fat. But uh yeah, man, God's like, all right, small dick, big ass, fucking bobble ass head, fucking huge ass teeth, and I, I guess like you got you, uh, beggars can't be choosy. You can't you can't win all around because I feel like if I was super hot and I know super hot ass dudes, 
and their fucking attitude, their their personality is garbage. And that's I think that's society we feed into that, especially with girls. When you're a hot chick, you don't need to learn. You don't need a college degree. You don't need to do this or that. You don't have to be even a good person. Some horn motherfucker is so desperate to just be in your presence and wire you money electronically without even you sending a photo of your butthole. That's why super hot chicks that are just really good people, you just you, you, you're even more drawn to like you're amazing. Yeah, like you didn't have to do this, you know. It's like it's like. There's I say a, that to every girl's ever had sex with me. I'm like, oh you didn't have God. to do this. Oh, I mean, every time a girl sex with me, I'm just like, listen, whatever happened between you and your father, you need to fix that because it's leading you down these paths. Miguel, sometimes and, uh, I'll be fucking a chick and I look down and I'm watching my little penis go in and out, in and out, and I'm then I obviously recognize my fat gut, like fucking, yeah. giving her concussions, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I have this like outer body experience. I'm like, wow, this chick's totally fucking me. And maybe that's like my self-esteem inside. Maybe it makes me. It is. Maybe it's it, my drug. I'm just like I feel. I don't feel good enough uh, uh, visually that I feel like that that they are compromising their 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 fucking desires at that moment. And this is before. Hold on. Before all, some of y'all new motherfuckers, let me just check y'all real quick. Some of y'all are like, oh yeah, well you got money. Dude. Listen, Miguel, fucking Aaron, y'all know me for a long time. Yeah. I've been fucking bad, 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 sexy lady since day fucking one, player. So no money, I've got nothing to do with it. I'm just a cool, fun dude, good vibes, and I have definitely have fucking fell into a lot of amazing vagina. What was like? Amen. Th- what What was like the biggest sexual insecurity of yours at first that you've completely got over? I didn't want to. I didn't want girls to see my dick flaccid, like because my dick literally looks like an acorn. Yeah. That someone takes her thumb. And pushes it in like a belly button. If my dick, if my dick's not ready to go, it's not camera ready. Haven't fluffed it. Like start beating it around, like slapping the shit out of it. Like oh, get up, motherfucker. Then, then I'm like, I ain't trying to fucking show my dick. But obviously, I got a nice little foofa now. But you know, 10, 20 years ago, I was like, all right, all right. Sometimes I feel like I had some really good dick days. You know, your fucking wasted cocking. dick days, bro. Yeah, like swole as fuck. Like the fucking head of your yeah. dick is like pulsating. It's like throbbing. You can feel like the heartbeat. You're like. You like you feel like when you get the doctor. It's like put when that, I used to wake up with heart pressure. when I was a kid. When yeah, I, you know, up until like my late twenties, I used to wake up sometimes. My dick was hard. And I was like, "Look at you, ready to fucking go to war." And now my dick's just like you know, he's just like, well, maybe, maybe. I woke up a hard dick the other day, the other morning, and I and I was like, I, I, I wrapped a sheet around my shaft. Yeah. And I squeezed it. I'm like, yeah, who you, wants to see it now? And then I remember being like, "Damn, this this little blanket here give almost yeah, an intro on it. This bitch feel a thick, boy. You look like you're wearing a cloak and shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, it's that fucking my dick just and I'm just like, man. Sometimes uh, you're just like, wow, this my dick looks great right now. But then sometimes you're like, whoa, I, that was one of my insecurities. That's mine was girls seeing my asshole because I didn't know what my asshole looked like. I haven't seen. So I, I, I didn't. I had no clue what my <laughs> asshole looked like. So I was like, I don't that's like, making a highlight. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want anyone seeing this because I don't know what's going on with this asshole. That's how I feel when someone important comes over here and I don't know what's going on in the house. <laughs> I'm like, dear God, please, please, not this. There's been times where like. I'm like, oh my god! Like, oh my god! Please! I'm like, 
I'm literally jumping on the person like, oh, nothing to see here. Oh, and we're on to the next room. I'm and, like, I, oh, dude, God. Especially back in the day when all the people lived here. I just. Oh, fuck that. I remember. I remember. Fucking, I, God damn. I remember a time when when Johnny and Johnny's wife were getting in some fucking redneck ass argument. And we had somebody. I forget who was coming here from some record label. But it's like. And we walk outside. It's like. Well, I tell you yesterday, man. You smoked my cigarettes and I'm going to kick your ass. I didn't know that were your cigarettes. And I'm like. These people will be leaving soon. Uh. Yeah, there's there was uh, I don't know if I talked about this or not, but we had uh, a homie of mine. His name's Derek Grace, um, and he's like this like real popular um, like urban influencer about financial wealth, and uh, he's got tattoos all over his face and dreadlocks, and he's super fucking cool ass dude. And I can appreciate somebody in the black culture who's like trying to do things for their community. And I kind of just like quietly watch from the sidelines, like, all right, okay. And and there's a lot of things I, I would learn and stuff. And you know, him him kind of like talking about financial gains and and and, and developing uh, yeah. generational wealth and stuff. And um, I would really fuck with a lot of stuff I was hearing. And um, one day he came over here with this other dude named uh, Nineteen Keys, and he has the fucking uh, I'm totally gonna butchers. I don't know, it's yeah. some like Muslim looking garb and stuff. And this guy is on some, like, real fucking very intellectually in touch with his, like, shit. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate I respect it. But one day they came over here a little too early. Uh, <laughs> for the, it was after Remembers Weekend. After Remembers Weekend? Black, Black Commando brought him over. Black, Black Rambo. Rambo. Black Rambo brought him over. Black, com- Black, Black Commando. Black, Black Rambo, Rambo came, brought him over. And, and Black Rambo didn't know that I knew uh, Derek. And then I, I'd seen the 19 Keys dude. And... It was like some Louis Farrakhan type of vibes and stuff. And then he's here walking around early in the morning, and there's drunk people like dead everywhere. <laughs> they got their kids, his wife, and he got a sexy wife, and she she's like a uh, she's like a part of his whole like thing. Yeah. And they're very they're like a fucking king and queen, like just yeah. learning and growing and, and helping their community and doing some cool ass shit. He does stuff like uh, where people have warrant or uh, fucking felonies, yeah. Like, like getting them back in the workplace and strippers, he he'd be like talking street like economics and shit and just you know because a lot of people in in all culture we don't really learn the the system and he's like t- telling people like yo this is this is the system and this is shit in, they don't teach and you he came in the house yes and there was drunk dumb motherfuckers everywhere and I was like oh uh. And I'm like, I respect this dude. Like, yeah, I, I respect yeah, yeah, his yeah. hustle. I, I've been watching him for years. Plus, you don't want you don't want him. anyone to think that's a regular day at your house. No, it's because that's the weekend. impression that the that the, 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 the you're gonna get if you showed up here the first time. You just immediately assume there's someone. There's a guy right now telling a story in a bar. Like, oh yeah, went over there was fucking thirty strippers. And then there's a guy going like, bro, I went over there was fucking boring as fuck. He's sitting there in his fucking underwear, fucking <laughs> doing shit on the internet. You know, it just depends on when you come and what you came here for. And there was there was a, definitely a time. There was some drunk motherfuckers like, oh, you want to party? I'm like, oh, and we're over here. And we're going over here. I'm like stiff-arming motherfuckers. I'm like, hey, no, he's good. Please back away from him. Thank you. My- and I'm like eating them. I'm, I'm burning. You know, like your parents, they, they yeah. burn you with their eyes. You're like, oh, shit. And I'm giving him like 
not now, motherfucker. Have you, have, besides that, how many times when you were, like, growing up, were you, for me, I had so many friends that were, like, wilding out, and I'd be, like, somewhere with my mom, and somebody oh. would just come up and be like, bro, you trying to get fucked up with us tonight? And I'm like, Derek, this is my mother. Uh- <laughs> yes, I've had many, uh, okay, I'll tell you a situation back at the old castle. Ah, uh, fuck, what was her name? It was a girl. She lived with me for, like, a year. Cute little blonde chick. She was from Iowa. And uh, she had been there for a while. I think she was there for like six months. And she was at work. She worked at Chili's. And then randomly one day, and I remember because my buddy Matt, he was there with me doing mirrors. And uh, I had walked to the back, and I guess they had knocked on the door. And he opened. And so what happened was this old-ass lady and this old dude, a, a white couple from Iowa, showed up to surprise their daughter that was living at my house. And apparently she had didn't tell them no story. And this is Sasuke 7. There's a giant black dildo duct taped to the doorknob, and there's a, a, a unidolphity, half unicorn, half dolphin, half manatee, fucking a dude in the ass I'm painted on my garage door. And the entire house is painted skulls like Like a haunted house yes like a haunted house and i went back and watched the footage and literally watched them like in just disbelief and just disgust and i didn't know i wasn't there so i i can't i guess i came back around into the front of the house and he was putting these mirrors on the stairs he's like hey uh some people here came like looking for blah 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 and i was like really who who was like i don't know they said they were parents i was like what i was like oh fuck and i was like what did you say what'd you do he's like i said i don't fucking know i'm i'm I just work here i I don't live here and then they kind of like quietly walked off and then i had the text i had the text her i'm like yo 911 i guess your parents just showed up she didn't read the message yet and i guess her parents had a very super awkward dinner at at her restaurant (laughs) And then, like, things got pretty bad from there forward. They were like, yeah. Um, and they, just, <laughs> they weren't feeling the Sausage I mean, can, Castle. How does, how does a parent show up to Sausage Castle 7 and be like, this is where my daughter lives? Um, Some normal-ass fucking very, like, conservative fucking individuals. They were disgusted. It was fucking <laughs> – it was great. <laughs> it was great. I, have you ever brought like a, a scally somewhere that like was yes. out of her out of her pay grade? I've done that. I've done that, and you're like to a place you should not belong in. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And you're like, desperate. Oh, yeah, and you're like, all right, I need a date. You know, yeah. I need I need something. You know, to get get. I took a girl to a wedding one time. Uh, I don't remember whose fucking wedding it was, but I took her to a wedding, and fucking boom, straight to the mini bar. Goong, 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 goong. And I'm sitting with some strangers, so it's already kind of awkward, and you're kind of like trying to be nice, but then they're like weird, so you don't, we're like, fuck you. You're like, you ever be so nice to somebody, you're like angry you're so nice? Yeah, yeah. Because they're just fucking dumb motherfuckers. All the time. I'm just like, oh man, fuck you, man. I I shouldn't have been nice to you. You look, I'm just sitting at this damn table with you. How drunk did she get? Oh, super drunk. She was like trying to suck my dick right there at the table, (laughs) and like she was like falling everywhere. So yeah, I took her to the parking lot, and I fucked her, and I put her to sleep. And then fucking, uh, I went, yeah, I was like, all right, you've had enough. It was fun. Hey, just chill. Oh, oh, it was this hot ass Norwegian girl. I remember. 
I did a wedding. And I brought a girl as like my date. And here's the thing: when you're the officiant of a oh, wedding, you're, you're on payroll. Yeah, bro. and the thing is also like if you bring a date, it's you know she's got to really chill because you're really you're you're kind of on blast on a lot of things. People are paying attention, and uh, she got hammered so quick. And she was we were sitting at the table like two tables away from the bride and groom. And I didn't know these people. They listened to me on the radio. And we're like, hey, we would love to have you officiate. And I was like, cool. Uh, They're like, bring a date, man. We love to party. We love to hang out. And I was bring like, bring a train okay. wreck. I brought a train wreck that I didn't know was Hell a train wreck. Yeah. I didn't know how this girl drank. And we're sitting there. It's a mystery. You know, I, I used to tell girls, so tell me, how, how do you act when you get drunk? Yeah. I need to know these Dude, things. Dude, this is the thing. I told her after a while, I'm like, you got chill, you got chill, you got chill. Because she's like rubbing my leg and like k- kissing my neck. She's like, let's go home. I'm like, you got chill, you got chill, you got chill. This is where I fuck up. I got to get paid, bitch. Chill I, out. Yeah, exactly. I got to get paid, bro. That's exactly it. I left her alone. And she found another train wreck chick at the wedding, oh, and they God, started the making out. Oh, that's they're awesome. making out. No, I'm the fucking officiant, and I brought the girl who's making out with. And then the girl, the girl I brought, is like 27. The girl she's making out with is like the 19 year old niece who they've been letting drink. Hell and, yeah. and literally, the the best man comes to me with a check, and he's like, "Hey, bro, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you got to get the fuck out of here." And he gives Hell, me a check. Oh shit! And I'm like, Miguel What's up, got kicked out of the wedding. Kicked he out of the wedding. Got officiated, man. And he gives me the check. He's like, you gotta get the fuck out of here, bro. He's like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, dude, the girl you brought, she's like making out with my niece. <laughs> I'm like, Hell yeah. <laughs> and then I gotta walk her out. I gotta walk her out and people are just like kind of looking at me and she's like, oh my God, we gotta get that girl's number. We gotta bring her back. Like, Hell yeah. Fuck, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Bitch, get the fuck out of here now. We could do a podcast on this subject alone. Oh I, yeah. I may be drawing a blank right now because it's like, it's a overwhelming uh amount of data that's coming yeah. in my giant head right now i can tell i can do an entire fucking show just on train wrecks and i, I, to I must admit that there were a few times where i was the train wreck oh, at a 100%. place i should not have who been are the train we wreck. to throw stones yeah yeah i uh i i got shit faced shit faced drunk at this wedding and uh, they had to put me in, in my car uh, in, like, the back seat. And then I, I thought I was in a police car or something. <laughs> so I was just, like, pounding on the window. I could open the door at any moment, but I never tried to. And I'm like, doom, 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 doom. I'm like, I'm hot. Somebody help. <laughs> I want to say something right now. I've never seen you get wasted, wasted. Yeah, wasted. I don't really like getting wasted, wasted anymore, man. Like, uh, I like to get drunk and buzz and have a good time. But wasted, wasted, which I'm fine. It's just, like, I hate the hangover now. And nowadays, the hangover for me isn't, like, pain it's just all day i'm just groggy and it doesn't go anywhere and i gotta fucking jag off and take showers to release all the hangover man being like this podcast i mean i'm drinking right now and uh we could definitely uh do a whole show on just drunken adventures oh my god this speaking of drunken adventures this weekend Members Weekend. Well, I want to say, I, we're not cutting off yet, but I want to say, I want to really talk about Members Weekend on, 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 on the next half coming up because there's a lot to talk about. There's a whole lot. It's a whole lot to talk about. Um, I do want to kind of cover a little bit of, uh, I don't want to talk next half too, all about the reggaeton vi- vi- video. Yeah, we haven't even got into that uh-uh, yet. But we're coming up, we're that. coming up right now uh, to the hour. 
So let's uh let's break and let's come back and let's go straight into reggaeton and members weekend because it was a fucking great video shoot that yes, we had. It was. And uh I may have doubted Mike Busey's uh culinary skills once again. Yes, sir. And you uh did. he may have called me out on it several times that night. You blaspheme the gringo balls and you shall <laughs> repent from your sins. Well let's go to our break and when we come back, we'll have more of Mike Busey show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Busey's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking, and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here that are like oh, outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, See, I got to get, I got to fuck with this guy. I mean, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? 
Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike? It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The member's weekend, I'm gonna put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just right. it, it's life. Right now to It's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we are putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A., been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Second hour. Second half. Are you listening? You know what's funny? Jeff was telling me, uh, remember Jeff, uh, or sorry, no, 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 I'm sorry, it was Poop Boy, was telling me that uh, when he came here for the live episode that we did, he was like, oh man, 
I've always wanted to know what they do during the second half. And on that episode, we didn't do anything Because uh, the vibe between. was so fucking good. But truthfully, to let the listeners know what we do in that break, basically everyone pisses and everybody grabs like a Kool-Aid Jammer juice box or some shit. Son of a bitch. And that's basically... That's where they're going. That's basically what uh, the break consists of. Uh, everybody scrambles to go piss. And then everybody gets a beverage. And then we turn the ACs back on because it gets hot as fuck in here. Yeah, it's going to get hotter. The minute, though, the AC turns off, <laughs> Mike is like, the, literally, the minute, it, it, it can be 72 degrees I'm in the room. I'm sweating right now. Like, I can literally, there's sweat on my hand What are right we going to do? What are we going to do in the summer? Uh, we're going to have to fucking, they're going to have to listen to a fucking AC in the background. <laughs> yeah, because the minute we shut the AC off, Mike is like, it's getting hot as fuck. We're going to turn the rest of this fucking garage into an ice skating rink or something. We're going to do something because this shit's going to get bad. I've been on the road, and you have too, Mike, and stayed in hotels that are just Ugh. shitty and have insufficient AC. You know what the worst is? When you take a shower and you get out and you start sweating again. <laughs> yeah, You're yeah. Like, fuck. That's my. That's one of my big, like, fucking, I can tell that I'm, I'm not fit for the zombie apocalypse or the end of the world shit. Because when it's hot as fuck inside, I can't bear it. Well, here's the thing. We won't be fit at first, but if we can hunker down... And and survive the first couple months. We got a lot of fat on us to burn. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna be right. like a goddamn fucking chiseled Greek god when it's all over. Yeah, but they hot hot hotel rooms, hot cars, our hot buses. Uh, which talking about hot buses, we got the bus back. The bus is back, and uh, no thanks to anyone I've employed here for the last couple of years. Thank you. I'm not gonna say no names, but uh, literally, I had a guy named Gilbert and uh, everyone at Coach Crafters. Yep. His whole team, uh, within like four days, they fixed my problem. Yeah. It was, it was uh, yeah. For thousands of dollars less than anyone oh, told yeah. us it was going to cost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're not going to go there because I want to start punching babies in the throat. But uh, yeah. But the bus is back, which is a huge deal. Big deal. The, the bus is the flagship, man. It means we can do things. We can go places. The, it, is the, it is the sausage castle on wheels. Yeah. And that bus has been down since last February. No, it's been over. It's been over a year. Because we took it out, I think. We, yeah, last we, February, December of the we year. We put the bus down right before the Super Bowl party last year. It was like 2019. It was turning 2020 when it got taken out. When it got took, taken out. Yeah. Oh so. wow! So we took no, we took it out for your birthday, 2019. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the last and then February out. last year, 2020 is when we when we put it down. What was February? But we didn't. We hadn't took it out since. Then. Yeah, we haven't taken it out yet, but we put it down then. Yeah. So we have uh, a ten thousand dollar plus generator on the way. Uh, we've got a fucking a lot of uh, exciting Which, things going on. Talking about the generator is going to bring us to a subject that we wanted to talk about too. Uh, what the fuck happened to customer service? Yeah. What the fuck? So this generator, right? Let me tell you something about this generator. This generator is located in Indiana, and for about two months now. Me and Mike and everyone we know have been calling this generator place. Over and over. Over and over. On a reputable eBay that done like thousands upon thousands of transactions. Yeah. And only had like one like negative subpar review. And the negative review wasn't even something to worry about. The guy was like, oh, I got my generator and it stopped working in a couple weeks and I had to return it. You know, like it it wasn't even bad. Some bullshit. But we were calling, calling every fucking phone number they had, leaving multiple messages, emailing them, everything. They never responded back to us. And then one day, Jeff just picks up the phone, calls them, and they literally answer him. And then... From there, here's another problem I'm having. The dude who's like the sales guy is real short to the point where like it's kind of like 
kind of like he's an ass, you know? Some of these people, when we deal with, I'm just like, damn, do you even want this money? Yeah, because we're talking about the generator, and I'm like, hey, man, when can we get one? He's like, well, you know, we go through generators a lot. I don't know when we'll have one. And I'm like, when? well, well I'm going to give you $10,000 fucking dollars today. He's like, well, don't give me the money today. I don't know. I don't know if I got a generator ready for you. Let ya. me just tell you, uh, for on behalf of a, a business owner myself, there's a lot of motherfuckers working in this in this country that are literally fucking their employers over because they literally don't. There's a guy like begging to buy to spend money with them, and they're like, "Well, I don't know." You know, I got like, to, what today? I'll tell you what happened today. So I didn't know this. Our bank account on the on the business line that I use for purchases caps us off at a certain amount for like fraud. To make sure we don't do anything like fraudulent, uh, so I sent these guys a check. I, 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 I next day aired it. First of all, I next day aired them a check for this thing, and for like three days, I'm hitting them up like, "Hey guys, what's up? Everything cool? Everything cool?" No, no response. Then finally, they just kind of hit me up. They're like, "Yeah, we'll get it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get the generator next week, and then we'll uh, we'll start taking care of it." I'm like, "Okay." Then they hit me up today. All the dude texted me was, "Check bounced." And I'm like, what? Check didn't fucking bounce. I've sent you the check weeks uh, a week ago. I've got all the money in there. So I call him up and I'm like, hey, what's up with the check, man? He's like, I sent you an email. And I was like, yeah, but I got the money in the account. I'm looking at it. What's I go, can you give me the check number? He's like, nope. That's how he said it, Mike. He goes, what? Nope. I didn't hear all this. Yeah. So I was like, well, can you at least look this up? And he's what? like, now I'm getting pissed. So then I talked to our, our guy who we've been talking to, because this is like another guy I talked to. So I talked to him, he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, check a balance. And I was like, no, the money's in the account. I was like, tell you what, man. I was like, let me just pay by card then. And he's like, yeah. And he was cool. He's like, I'll waive the, the 3%, whatever. You know, this way it's the same as what the check was supposed to be. So I'm like, cool. So I go to pay it, and uh doesn't go through. won't go through. Doesn't go through three times and it, it shuts down like this uh, invoice and it tells me, hey, because you tried three times, didn't work, we can't use this invoice. So I call up the bank and then I find out, okay, when I'm writing these checks from like my end of this business account, there's a there's a block on it to a certain amount. So I raise the amount. So I call the first guy up, not the guy we've been dealing with. And I go, hey, I found out what's going on, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, is there a way you can send me another invoice today? He was like, I'll see. I'll remember we're gonna pay this guy like I'm like, glad I didn't that, hear like, this. Did you earlier. notice this morning, real quick? I wasn't talking to you and I was just running around doing all this stuff. And oh. Steven had asked me something. I was like, hey Steven, you gotta give me a moment. Because all I was thinking is, if Mike Not finds now. out, yeah, it was like if Mike finds out one that the checks are saying they bounce and that these guys are giving us attitude, and the gen- I'm like, everybody shut the fuck up and leave me alone for like 20 minutes. So I finally talked to the guy we've been talking to. And I'm like, hey, bro. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I got you. I got you. I'll send you the thing again. So he sends me the thing again, and everything goes through. And I see the money leaves our side. But I want to make sure that they're going to start working on the generator today. So I call back up. And, of course, I get the asshole, the other one. And I'm like, hey, man, this is uh, Miguel with Huyuno Productions. I'm like, uh, it sees the payment went through. I just want to know, are you guys going to be able to start on my generator today? Or what's the deal? Because it was like, you know, like, like noon now. And I want to make sure. And he's like, well, I don't even know. He was like, are you sure the payment went through? And I was like, yeah, bro, I'm looking at a bank account right now. You took like $10,000 from me right now, so it should go through. He's like, yeah, well, I guess I guess we'll work on it then. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I call our guy, and I'm like, hey, man, just want to make sure. And our guy who I was talking to, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he goes, I'll be honest, though. He's like, we're going to start on it now, so it probably won't be ready till tomorrow or the next day, so you'll get it around Monday. I'm like, cool. That's totally cool. But this fucking dude, 
Yo, he like so. What the, the bank would only let us wire so much, or the bank would only let me write checks business, on this business account for a certain amount, uh, and uh, so I had to have the limit raised. But this dude was like such an ass about it. And here I am, and this is the thing we're going through with AT and T too. We're basically trying to give people our money, and they're being dicks about it. So I, this is what it is. Every now and then, you fall in this customer service wormhole, and. Uh, we're in this like weird area. Well, I'll tell you what we, we're pretty sure what it is. So a cable guy came over here, and I was fucking this girl, and I let him come in the bedroom while I was fucking her, and we were kind of filming it. That was funny, you know, like oh, oh yeah. the cable guys watching me fuck. And then, uh, you know, I don't, I'm, I don't got no feelings for this, this, uh, this lady, you know. So I'm like, hey, what's up, cable guy? You, you trying to get some head? And he's like, oh. <laughs> What? And I'm like, hey, you trying to get your dick sucked, motherfucker? I'm trying to get some free cable. I, I like joked around, right? Well, he was like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. He's like, hey, uh, I'll be right back. He leaves, goes to his house, apparently. Yeah, went home, shower, shower, comes back with a motorcycle helmet. Yeah. And puts it on and gets his dick sucked gets on his, my couch and in, my, had, in my bedroom. So this dude had an uncircumcised fucking dolphin. Crooked, crooked dolphin. Yeah. Like oh, my it, God. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on with this and dick. So here I am sitting here roasting him, Snapchat, or filming it for, for the member site. If you go to mybeats.com, you can see it. And here is the cable guy getting his dick sucked in a motorcycle helmet while I'm talking shit about his ugly ass, weird ass dick. Yeah. And, and he can't stay hard. He can't stay hard during it. Yeah, this is a hot chick, you know. She's, she's hot, sucking man. away. She's doing a great job. So somewhere between the time he got his dick sucked and he left, they fucked up our account. And we have uh, my my former guy, Tim Valley. Uh, you you know who he is if you listen to the show and follow our nonsense. He had the DirecTV account in his name. And when he left, he just left it on, and we kept paying. It's on auto pay, so it was like you know whatever. Money is good. It's, it's, it, everything's getting paid. Never late. Everything's good. They switched over. I guess AT and T bought Directv, so we're now we're dealing with AT and T. Somewhere between dealing with AT and T and us uh, upgrading something, and it was it was for Super Bowl Sunday. They tried to tell us that we didn't have service. And then that the serial numbers on the on the devices that we were giving them weren't even they weren't ours they weren't there didn't exist, and then the technician had to come. That's when he got his dick sucked and shit got cloudy. Somehow we're in like we don't even know what the fuck is going on. They don't know what's going on, but we have service. Our service has never been terminated. The bill's still on auto pay, and it's I'm like an an authorized user, and then Ten Valley still has his cable, and then. They've been telling us that we owe them money, and then today, maybe a couple hours before the show, I saw they're sending me a bill for three thousand dollars, and I don't know what. I don't and know. We got thing. trapped in a vortex of bullshit. I have, I have been on the phone with AT and T for two and a half hours just a couple days ago, which isn't the first time I've been on the hours from. And they're like, "Sir, your account is shut off. Your cable is shut off." And I'm like, "Do you want to hear it? It's on." I'm like, I just want to fucking pay it. It's almost the point where we had to like, I feel like they don't, they obviously don't believe us. What and we're I had to straight them. up tell them. I was like, this is what I think happened. I was like, one of your technicians came by a year ago. He got his wood rocked. And I think he hooked us up with some kind of ghost cable because other technicians have come in before and they're like, no, bro, you're, none of your boxes but we're are paying, registered. But we're paying for it. Paying for it every month. It's coming up. But the AT&T can't find where we're paying for it, even though the bank shows it's paying. I think that Tim Valley, like wherever fucking place he lived in L.A. or some shit, 
they probably like got their shit turned off and then they were looking for those devices and thinking we have it and then somehow they're like oh this, this is guy, the thing if you know. get your cable guys dick sucked expect shenanigans yeah expect problems yeah for real yeah Imagine- but that's not the only thing there's so we had a cable company we have the most horriblest fucking cable oh internet internet in the world these motherfuckers owed us internet. three grand. Yeah, owed it, us three grand, and had to, we had to literally. I had to pay my guys, you, Stephen, to literally spend hours a day at times to chase down money. Like oh, at this point, I'm going to sue these companies because I'm paying my employees. Here's the best to chase that. down shit and try to fix their fuckery. Here's the best part about that. Blow so they owed up. us like three grand because we canceled multiple times and they still kept our service going. They found records of that. Uh, me and Steven had to call them all the time, but to the point where where they finally issued us a check saying, yeah, you're right. You guys tried to cancel. We owe you. And then after they issued us a check, then they put fucking, me into collections. They sent us to collections for that money. God. They sent us. To, so we got a letter from a collection agency. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I called the collection agency and they're like, yeah, you didn't pay this amount of money. And, and they sold they sold your debt. And I'm like, they just gave us a check for this amount of money. Yeah. And so we called them up. I'm in a vortex up. of Oh, my shit. God. It's just worse. It's, it's horrible shit. After, but there was that time for the Verizon for the longest time where we couldn't fucking Verizon wouldn't let us pay the bill. Yeah. Every time we tried to. I even tried to use my cards and everything. They're like, Sorry. This can't be authorized. This is not even about the podcast. This is about my fucking inner anger. I want to fucking now. Now I know why people do bad things to like large corporations. And yeah, it's like fuck them because these motherfuckers are. And, and you're dealing with incompetent people, most likely not from this country. You can barely understand what the fuck they're saying. I heard chickens. No bullshit. I heard chickens in the background yep, with the AT&T woman. And I was like, are there chickens in your background? She's excuse, like, sir. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. You are not allowed to ask That's me what she personal told me. questions. You're not allowed to ask me personal questions. I was like, this is not a personal question. Do the accent, Miguel. You know how she sounded. Yeah. I was like, ma'am, are those chickens? She's like, you cannot ask me personal questions. And I was like, this is not a fucking personal question. Did I hear a fucking chicken? I got so he- I got hung up on today. I was on uh, the phone for over an hour, hour and 20 minutes to be precise, yesterday. And the guy got so mad. He's like, oh, okay. Customer is being belligerent. I am going to go. Bye-bye. And I'm like, I'm going to reach to the phone and choke him out. I'm like, you mo- I'm gonna- I am going to take a boat to India. I'm going to find you, motherfucker. I'm going to kill you. How about the dude from Seco Power who hung up on us after 30 minutes of fi- When we finally found the thing he was looking for, he was like, well, sir, we need your EIN. We're like, we're getting it. But finally, Mike's like, hey, I got my EIN. He was like, click. Yeah. Oh, I was losing it. I was like, this is why you see the movie Falling Down. Yeah. Where the guy does, he just wants some breakfast. And they're like, sorry, we're not, we're not serving breakfast. We just closed it five minutes ago. And he's like, you're going to give me breakfast. And that's when people lose their fucking mind because you're dealing with these automated services. I went in a circle, a circle, trying to give these people money, trying to like square away. I'm like telling on myself. I'm snitching myself. Like, Yo, hey, you got your shit fucked up, but I've been paying. But here's the deal. You know, you think you got, you got your accounts mixed up or something. Because something ain't right. We got fucking, they were trying to tell me. They were like almost like laughing at me like, no, you don't, you don't have service. I'm like, yes, I do. Fuck, I'm watching TV right now. Yeah. I'm and fucking watching TV right now. Sorry, this has nothing to do with the podcast. We're just really frustrated. Dude, and I'm tired it, of spending time and money. Hours a day. Hours a day. And then the thing is, every time, and this is what fucking sucks. 
I explained to one person what's going on. They're like, okay, let me transfer you to somebody else. Like, please. Eight times I got I'm like, transferred please, yesterday. Give, Eight times. give them some detailed notes so I don't have to do this all over. And, and, they and always, get, here's another thing. Why the fuck they ask for your goddamn personal information? Every and transfer. And then transfer, and then you're like, they start over again. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I just, who the fuck did I just, I just gave Abdul my fucking, my shit. Yeah. Now, who, why am I giving you my shit now? Like, keep, Are you guys you in the same computer? room? Because I don't hear chickens where you are. Yeah, it's, I really, like, I'm, I'm fucking... I need to breathe. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm actually more angry than I'm. I'm showing right now because I want to start punching babies. In the oh, throat. It, it frustrates me, man. Like I was like, I we got like I type up the notes on all these calls that I do after I do them so that we know what's going on. Me and Steven have a a system where we we type up notes after the calls, and it's so fucking frustrating because I read through the goddamn notes I typed, and it's the same thing over and over again. I talked to like nine people and then they're like, mm, sir, the thing is, like my thing with ADT was I was like, I just need a technician to come over here to tell me why, uh, what's going on with these boxes. They're like, well, you don't have service or we can't send a technician over. And I was like, I'm looking at the bank account where you took the money. Do you guys see that you took my money? They're like, well, it's a, that's interesting. Like, it's not fucking interesting. Yeah, it's like a nightmare. It's like we're, it's like Beetlejuice. Like, we're, we're just dead trying to and we're trying to like, like, you don't see us? We're here. We have service. We're just trying to pay our goddamn bills. And the thing is, this is from Mike Busey and me, who 10 years ago, we would have been trying to juke paying Oh, anyone. my God. I literally had a philosophy with it. I was like, why would I pay something like, like, first of all, I didn't have money in the account to have it on autopay. So... I would be like, fuck that. That's not happening. And for two, I was like, why would I want to pay it on time if I got an extra 30 days to like come turn it off? Yeah. Come get me, motherfucker. I was like, I've always had this thought, like, if I ever die with a significant amount of money, like, I want you, Miguel, to suck that count dry. So every time I fucking freaked out and stressed out and you had to listen to me talk for an unnecessary amount of times, hopefully there'll be at least a couple thousand dollars left for you to be like, huh? Looks like I'm gonna be going. If to not, man, there's thousands of dollars worth of curtains. Yeah, look at look at Corn Man. He's gonna fucking do well after this life. He's if he can if he can stick around, he's gonna fucking go to a new fucking great place. I thought about what your estate sale would be like. After oh, the best away. best estate sale ever. And I wonder all the people that would show up that thought that that you owed him something. Like there'd be people who'd be like, Oh, oh you! It happens in front of me. These yeah. motherfuckers walk around here and do whatever the fuck they want. Well, I used to live here five years ago. I'm just going to take this. Let me explain to you my plan. Let me explain to you my plan. There, you. There, there, I need to... Is a is a podcast episode... Can that be an official will? Like, can I that be held up in the I court of law? I think this is your will. This can is I my... give my last will and testament of what... How? And I've thought about this my whole life. Even when I had nothing. I'm like, okay, my Michael Jordan cards go to... Yeah. All right, and my dog goes that, to... That's not even how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it. Game show. I'm going to figure out how to take care of your mom and your sister so that they're set. Good set. Once your mom Corn and your man si- so their eyes yeah. bleed. Once your mom and your sister are set, there's a couple people that are getting things that I think that matter to them. I've already decided. Courtney gets the navigator because she's going to need to take care of the Whoa, dogs. If, if she makes it to that next season of life, we'll see. She's going to get the navigator. Oh, that bitch and the plays dogs. her cards right. Yeah, she gets the navi and the dogs. Don't fuck this up, Courtney. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, like she gets the navi and the dogs. I'm going to let Nami pick two guns. Him and Ralphie. Can pick two guns each. If you could, what do you? If, there, if there's something now, and this is digitally recorded into yeah. the entire history until we get deleted off whatever platform it's on. Is there something that I have that you really, really want? That if I was the past, that you would, you would, you want to lay dibs on? <sighs> what do you land? And you, it could be multiple yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what is it that that I possess that that you would be like? I that's that's coming with me. Okay. Um. 
And by the way, Miguel brought me this, the most sweetest, cutest, sincere, heartfelt uh, group of photos from World War II. From the Battle of the Philippines. Man. And it was so fucking cool. To, I smelt it. I felt it. And uh, I, I fucking loved it. And I will definitely display them in a proper way soon. I will tell you this. I'm taking the podcast studio, guys. Everything, everything, great everything, man, great man, everything, man. I'm taking this right. dude because well, that, that's a good time because we got some expensive ass shit in here. You yeah, the cameras, the board. I'm taking the podcast studio and the refrigerators. Uh, fridges, I'm selling. We got six thousand dollars in sequence curtains. Oh, here, those okay? are getting sold off. Those motherfuckers are fucking. Duh. That's one of the things still to this day. Yeah. I'm like, man, oh man. I'm gonna give uh like like I'm gonna make sure make sure your guys get taken care of. Uh, I'm gonna give Stephen. Uh, Stephen, what do you want? If you get if you have yeah, anything, you, I'm dead tomorrow. What do you want that I have? What's something that you you know? What's something selfish oh, that two. you want, and what's something sentimental that you want? The Cadillac. The, the Cadillac. Cadillac. Oh wow, going straight for the juggler. Okay, yeah, Steve. I sell that one. Sorry. All right, all right. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> um, Chris. Chris, I'm, what about you? The cameras? Yeah, well, that's Oh, there's a that. fucking yeah, battle cool. between the cameraman and Miguel. Nah, Chris Aaron, is barred from the property. What, what, is there something that the, if I am if I was to die, you know, like, you know, what what is something that you would want? Uh, your catalog of footage. Yeah, good luck. Oh, that's part of I can't get, I'm alive. I can't get you edited this shit fast <laughs> enough. What are you going to do when I'm dead? <laughs> what are you going to do when I'm not fucking hovering over you bitching about fucking, can you please get this edited? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, hopefully a team of editors show up. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have make sure my entire state is frozen until like the entire Mike Busey movie is put out. And I'm, I'm and I'm gonna come back from dead. Like no, 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 you're doing it wrong. That's the wrong music. Hans I'm doing Zimmer, like motherfucker. A Viking funeral for you with your pugs just floating away as we fire the fire arrow at them. Just. Listen, I don't want y'all to pay any fucking bills. Like, just let it run and let them come and then play with them when they show up. You know, keep the power on maybe. You know, like, let the banks, let the fucking, let the creditors come. Like, immediately take out, like, loans, take out fucking, get credit cards. Just run with it and make make a, I have, this is a, a very morbid well, not to me, but maybe to, to normal people. But uh, I've I've thought about death a lot my, my entire life. I'm, I'm obsessed with it, and in my idea mind, I do want this like fantastic fantasy funeral, like sh- just fun and everyone's drunk, having fun. So it's like tears of joy. Like they're I want motherfuckers to cry, but I want them to be like happy and they laugh and they cry again. And then I want I want I want it to like be fun, but yet. Like remembering, I want to feed your body to alligators. Dude, listen, just drag you behind an airboat and just be like feast. I started to write some notes a couple of years ago of things that I wanted to have done, and I, I did think about like because I had seen this show, The Greatest Funeral Ever. It was on TLC or some shit, some random network, and this guy had a fucking funeral where they literally had a game show and you had to come up and guess these like trivia questions that's about great. the person that's great. and then they had like someone like vanna white come out and display his like watch and shit like this is Ron- this is ronnie's watch it's up for grabs and then they'd bring people up from the crowd and they would fucking have a game show and do shit like that and i, I kind of do want to i don't does that shit really happen though like if you have someone in charge of your estate 
can it all be frozen other than people coming in just straight up stealing it? There's got to be can ways. Can you make all these crazy demands like Brewster's Millions and shit? And like, There's got to be ways. You is, know? There, is there like, you know, you, you see in movies like, oh, you got to have a kid first before I give you these millions of dollars. Like, is there shit like that that happens? I bet. I bet. It's just like, I, I, I bet. Anyone know? If, no? the, if it doesn't happen, the money just goes to the government. You oh, know? God. That's the worst. Fucking oh, you know that we'll still God. owe your taxes, though. We'll still have to. Like, oh, there goes corn die, man, and yep. it's gone. If 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 you die, corn man, it's nice knowing you, dog. I'll see you later, if dog. If I'm selling off all your shit, if I'm not selling it cash money, which I will, but if I'm Please not selling do. it cash money, if we're reporting income, the government's gonna want me to pay your taxes, even though you're dead. Ugh, fucking asshole. What a fucking joke. Ugh, that's crazy. Taxes, man. Fuck. Fuck, fuck. You know I pay what? my taxes. I do. I do. I pay my taxes, but I ain't happy about it. And neither should any of you because it's like giving money to an irresponsible fucking teenager who doesn't know how to do his shit right and just keeps wanting it and keeps wanting it. You know, I was just thinking about though because I was thinking about back when we didn't have shit. Uh, that's when Vice came and did the stories on us. And that definitely, we played that right. Like, I wouldn't say it was all them. We played the media right. But Vice is coming back. Yep. This weekend. Coming this weekend. weekend. And here's the deal. Let's be real. Vice, we had a bad ending with Vice. Yeah, the last uh, the last time we interacted with them, they were talking about wanting to do a show with us. And we're like, cool, let's do it. And uh, they said, hey, we want to send this uh, this guy out who does his like, cooking show. I'm like, fucking cooking show? I don't know. I cook like a motherfucker, but that's like, I'm not. You got me mixed up with Guy Fieri, motherfucker. That's not me, you know? Even though I do, I do cook pretty good, and and you did talk some shit about my fucking meatballs this week when we had the reggaeton artist here, and I said <laughs> they, I didn't realize that they had had a significant amount of catering coming, so here I am making popcorn, I got hot saying. dogs, I'm micro, I'm fucking air frying these fucking meatballs. <laughs> Sprinkling cheese on them, got them these fancy trays. I broke out some of the fucking uh, meat it's cheese just, tracker trays, and I got it all laid out. Put a candle and shit. I got a vibe going. And Miguel's like, "Fucking fucking fat kid productions over here cooking some fucking gringo balls." Those bitches were gone, Miguel. Scarfed. I bet you fucking the chupacabra came in this ring and told me to be there and ate every one of them goddamn gringo balls. I was looking around. I seen. Fucking superstar reggaeton guys with fucking barbecue sauce around their lips like the Kool-Aid man. These motherfuckers gobbling down my gringo balls. <laughs> gringo balls coming to a fucking kitchen near you. They, they didn't want none of that rice. They All right, they fucked a little bit of rice. They want none of that chicken. They were fucking with the gringo balls. It was Maybe air fried meatballs with barbecue sauce. Hey, I put some seasoning on there too, player. I put some little steak seasoning on there. I want to give all my fucking secret <laughs> ingredients, you know, my my eleven herbs and spices. But those motherfucking green, those gringo balls were fire. I feel like that fuego. Recipe, that recipe is written, written in a Walmart bathroom somewhere. That bitch is fucking edged into a fucking a, a Cairo pyramid somewhere. It's. <laughs> Passed down generations and generations. Step one, find some meat. Step two, get some steak seasoning. Well, I, my, my fucking my thought process behind that's like, damn, these motherfuckers are probably hungry. And they had all these like sexy ass fucking uh, fucking starlet fucking like models and shit. Oh my god, so much juice in the house, pretty ass face and thick in the waist. I was like, I need these bitches need to eat. So I was like, all right. I'm a, I looked in the fridge and I was like, oh damn, these meatballs need to hurry. We need to hurry and cook these motherfuckers. I was like, I'll, let I'll me throw them in the fucking the air fryer. <laughs> Thanks, AK. 
And there we go. I serve the delicacies. Let me tell you this, too. This weekend is when I found out that Chris, our camera guy, was racist. Whoa, uh, really? This is the best statement that Chris said. This oh. is the best statement. <laughs> I'm waiting. One of, the, one of the models. And uh, we're talking about how, which models looks good. And Chris He's not like, really racist, folks. He's just, you know, common. Sure. Uh, we're talking <laughs> one of the models. And, she, and Chris is like, yeah, man. Uh, which one? And I was like, uh, well, I'm like, we're explaining. He was like, uh, oh yeah. She's like, she doesn't even look Spanish. She looks American. <laughs> that's, that's Chris's statement. Chris, she that, that's look- an innocent mistake. A but, geographic- it, but the best part is I'm looking at him like, so what does that mean? Like, I'm American. And Chris was like, yeah, but she doesn't look Spanish. She looks American. And basically that sums up that to Chris, Americans are white people. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was great, man. I was just like that fucking Alabama fuck. He's like, no, no, no. What I mean is, you know, like she could pass. You know, <laughs> they were they were sexy, and there was a guy here, and they, um, Carlos was like, hey, Mike, I want you to meet my guy. Listen, he was like giving me the. You never have a friend that gives you the Carlos rundown. has zero Latin accent. First of all, yeah, <laughs> Mike's already like listen. I want you to meet my guy. <laughs> like, you call it. You're Carlos like, hey, zero how long? You you call it. You're like, how long until you start talking in this Spanish accent? Because when you're when I'm bad at it, anytime I'm around people that have an accent, I'll be talking French. I'll be talking hood. I'll be talking Espanol. I'll be like, listen, uh, do you want these uh, these Gringo balls? I'll be talking like th- th- just hearing it. Like gets me all fucked up and discombobulated, <laughs> and I start talking their tongue and shit. It's crazy, but uh, no, you don't talk their tongue. <laughs> so this dude, uh, Carlos was like, <laughs> Carlos was like, "Hey, listen, uh, I want you to meet." He doesn't talk. Carlos has zero accent. Yeah, I know, but in my in my mind, he does. Like, I was like, "Oh, you know." He was just like, "Listen, this uh, this guy is he's a legend. He is like the god. He is the godfather of reggaeton. He invented the word reggaeton and all that shit." I'm like, "Oh, fucking shit!" And the guy was super cool and shit and. I saw he had a bunch of fucking followers on the gram, and I was just like, damn, this is, what the fuck? And it's crazy, because I remember, um, like, we did this uh, show in France, and this guy, his name was Senior Lapu, and he's, like, big movie star there. And I remember looking at his shit, and uh, I was like, damn, this guy's only got, like, 200,000 followers, and he was so nice, like, no, you, don't, you must understand, Miguel. Or, uh, uh, Michael? Miguel? Michael, yeah, Michael, yeah, 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 whatever. Damn, we have the same name. Yeah, um, he uh, was saying like that's X amount of people in France that follow me because like yeah. a bunch of like Americans aren't just randomly going to follow this movie star Senor in Fran- France. So he he brought it down to like a uh, he put it in perspective, and I thought about that this weekend. I was like, yo, this dude who uh, the fuck was his name? Uh, fuck. I totally forget. But uh, he has 11 million followers, and those aren't fucking people who fucking know anything. Those people, like, are in that culture or listen to that music or know of him. And, uh, yeah, I had no idea who the fuck it was. But I'm willing to bet those 11 million followers, a lot of them don't live or a lot of them do not live in America. Like, they aren't from Texas or, like, a lot of those followers are list- listeners, so that makes the demographic just a little smaller. Not not saying it's insignificant or anything, or it's, like, super small, but it's, like, that's a whole lot of followers from one demographic of people who listen to that type of music. 
So that makes that 11 million even more crazier when you think about it on the number spectrum, you know? Yeah, I mean... And that shit blows my mind. 11 million people, though, man. When Like, we were just talking earlier about the power of, like, the Kardashians and shit. 11 million, that's up there. These motherfuckers are freeing people from prison and shit. Yeah. Like, tweeting shit, and, 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 it's, and it's eventually getting spoken into existence, which is powerful. And, uh, you know... Like I use I use my 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 social media influence for a lot of crazy wild shit, and then there's a lot of times I've been able to use it to the benefit of of all of all mankind, and that's why like end of the day, man, like my home will always be a place that is uh, a welcoming place for anyone who who fucks with me and supports me because I feel like the Sausage Castle is a place of the people. Uh, and, tell them tell them how you. <laughs> At the end, when you were taking the big picture with everybody, so guys, Mike, oh, Busey, yes. Mike Busey, first of all, like I said, yes. Mike Busey, zero command of of the Spanish language, but a lot of enthusiasm, <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm to use it. I like, try, I try, I try. Like I said, he'll 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 cut into an accent which he thinks makes it easier for them to understand his English. Close like, the tongue if, better. If Mike is talking to somebody who doesn't speak English and only speaks Spanish, instead of trying to add a couple Spanish words in there, he'll use a Spanish accent to speak to them in English. <laughs> <laughs> like that's True. gonna make it easier but the best part is it's the end of the night the whole crew's latino everybody's latino in this thing right so the end of the night everybody's there we got like 50 people in the house me and chris are the only white people in the house yeah man and steven steven it felt good uh and then uh <laughs> <laughs> and then uh mike is saying goodbye all the all the reggaeton artists love mike they're having a blast they're all standing together to take this big picture and then mike looks at everybody and he it was like that that Tim, the Timmy uh, what's the uh, kid from Christmas Story? Oh, Tiny Tim, Tiny yeah. Tim, like he says, "God bless yes. everyone," and like it was that moment. And what, Mike looks at the entire audience and goes, "I just want to let you guys know, uh, my Mikasa is your Mikasa." <laughs> <laughs> And basically, if you don't speak Spanish, it's supposed to be mi casa es su casa, which means my house is your house. But Mike basically said, uh, my my house is your my house. So I love, <laughs> everybody, I love on that translation. Everybody busts out laughing but claps because they're like, And hey. then I'm even more confused. I'm like, uh, I said that right, right? Like <laughs> Their whole fucking 50 people just clapping like, these fucking retarded gringo, I love him. They, 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 they were mostly speaking in Spanish, or not mostly, pretty much the entire yeah. night. Yeah. And there would be times that they'd bust out laughing and it's crazy how like laughter is like kind of a universal like yeah language. like laughter sounds the same in every language which is crazy that's pretty deep Miguel yeah. that should be a fucking Twitter quote yeah. right there uh, but when when except for I, Chris in his alien talk where it's like ah 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 I found ah. myself laughing at shit when they were laughing it just makes you feel and like I had no idea time. what the fuck they said I could have been laughing they're like fuck this white guy I'm like, like <laughs> how many of those fucking meatballs did you throw away 50 <laughs> and he's like hey the meatballs are a hit <laughs> yeah I, I would have never known I had no idea but there's been times you can definitely feel like yo they're talking shit but they weren't not them but I'm saying in, in, yeah. in other situations like the Colombian whores they were definitely like yeah like, oh yeah, the Colombian whores were, they were, they were like, until we fed them, they were all setting us up. And then we gave them food and they were like, this is the greatest operation we've ever been in. Yeah, we, we, we spoiled those hoes. Uh, these guys came shoot this video, though. Here's the, <laughs> this is the best part. Usually we're on, you know, we're producing stuff. We're the ones directing stuff. So we're on the crunch. On this one, they rented the property and we just helped out to make things go smooth. 
But Carlos was telling me so. <laughs> the video was supposed to be done at like eight o'clock at night. These guys got here. Carlos got here at like one o'clock with his crew, legit crew too. You're talking like twenty yeah. guys, everything. You know, and this sounds dumb, but to, to people who don't know, when a crew brings everything, their own gaff tape, their chargers, everything. It's cool because there's a lot of times crews try to use, take advantage because they know we're a production studio. Oh, yeah. So they're like, hey, is there way you can borrow some lenses? These guys came in with everything. But uh, Carlos and them are set up here, and the first artist doesn't show up till like five, right? Then around six, the next artist comes. And then at seven o'clock, he's like, yo, everybody's supposed to be here. They don't show up till 1030 at night. And he's paying his whole crew to be here. He rented out this crane from Miami that was like six thousand dollars for the day. Yeah, it's and like he's a like, if two hundred fifty thousand dollar crane. And he's like, if it hits midnight when I still using this crane, I'm gonna have to pay another day. Like it's fucking it's and and I sat there and this was like the first time I wasn't part of the production where I had to worry and I'm just like. You want some meatballs, bro? I don't know what the fuck to tell you, man. Like, <laughs> Try my gringo balls. Yeah, these are the best. They got a little steak seasoning. They're air fried for fucking flavor. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool because like and and that whole day and night we're just hanging with I mean, I don't speak Spanish. And they don't know nothing about me and I don't know nothing about them. But they like kind of, you know, a boss recognize a boss type of vibe and they're being cool, respectful. They we we joke that. around. They we're like, no that. more white rapper music Oh, videos. yeah, we're done with white rappers now. Like, we're just doing straight-up reggaeton things. It's all so super cool, respectful. I think, Mike, one of the things that one of the things one of the guys told me, man, he looked at me and he said, Miguel, I can tell that Mike's Mikasa. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is my me your cost <laughs> <laughs> was, it was great energy i was like getting ready to, i was supposed to go out that night and black out and start barking at shit in the memory of dmx and uh <laughs> i wound up getting dressed and getting ready to go i'm ready to walk out the door i'm just like oh man i guess man it's like kind of cool vibe man yeah you know? so we just kind of kicked it and stayed and i'm glad i did because uh the one dude the the super famous guy Reggaeton artist, he like lost his phone. I'm like, Fuck. the best part was Mike's like, what's the number? And he's like, I don't know the number. <laughs> so I was like, you know, when someone important around you loses their phone, you're like, hey, you know, search me, guy. I'm like opening my doors, like, ah, I don't have it. I'm like, everyone's spread leaving. your goddamn legs, Courtney, and prove it's not up your pussy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I always feel sorry for my Hi, black. Wayne. I always feel sorry for my black friends when when a phone comes up missing because like that white girl's like looking dead at him. I'm like. Trust me, I know he did not take yeah. it. And then this one time, I'm I'm fucking in my room, and there's a bunch of strippers. This girl's buying ones off. Is my friend Jen Barton? She's a twin. She's buying. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I was there. All this money and throwing it. This is like in my bedroom. She like spent eight hundred dollars that night. No, she spent, I think she got a thousand first off, and then she tried to buy more. But in the the drinking of the night, she drops her fucking phone. And then skirt, she goes, where's my phone? Yeah. And it's a black phone. It's laying down. And I have a black carpet. I swear to God, for the, it was the most awkward 30 minutes of my life. It yeah. killed the vibe. Everyone was getting their dick sucked. It was about to and fucking be confetti, fuck, trophies. Too. I mean, we were vibing. Great night. And all of a sudden, it said, like, at first, she's like, I know. It wasn't really her. It was just like she had other friends with her, her boyfriend. And we're just like, oh, you know, hey, you don't search me. And it's like, you know, in your mind, you didn't take no phone. But there's always that one motherfucker who loses their shit and freaks out. 
Yeah, I've been that guy before. I've been I've been at a party. Uh, our, our buddies, uh, Brandon Novak from you know the Jackass CKY crew and shit. This motherfucker was hanging out with me. I literally grabbed him by his neck. I was like, "Yo, you got my fucking phone, motherfucker?" Because he was the only person that I I would assumed because you know he'd be jacking yeah. shit. And then it was like in my pocket, and I was like, "Oh yeah, just joking, man." <laughs> And there's been times where the fucking phone, I have been cock-blocked by lost phones a million times. A million times. I got cock-blocked here at a party once because the girl was like, let me go down and get my phone. I was like, all right. And I was up in the room waiting, waiting. And then I'm finally like, what the fuck's going on? I go downstairs and she's like, fucking can't find my phone. And I'm like, well, let's come back upstairs and figure it out. And this is what happens. You try to pull it. Let's just go back upstairs. I don't want to fucking, I want to go find my phone. And they're like, they go from being like this. There goes the blowjob. Oh, yeah, blowjob's over. The blowjob, you know where you find your blowjob? Underneath her iPhone Yeah, yeah. And now you're like, if I find the phone in the next three minutes, I'd probably get a blowjob. But also all that work. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to fucking go upstairs and fucking whack them. And, uh. She can come fuck her phone, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of... The, there was this really hot girl that I was doing some business with, and uh, she lost her phone one night, and she literally just turned into a psycho. Like, they turned into psycho. Who has my phone? They always think... Because here's like, the thing. what? A drunk girl can't believe she misplaced her phone. Yeah. Some band of Ocean's Eleven thieves put together a heist to get her fucking phone. Oh, yeah. No, it's and it's always like... They always look around. They look at like, hmm... It was probably him. And they also swear to God they weren't places you know they were. I'm like, did you check that bathroom? I never went to the bathroom. Like, you got fucking toilet paper on the bottom of your oh, shoes. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. You know where I Sorry. was the whole time? Where you said it was. Anyway. One of our abusive beauties, I won't say her name, but uh, she fucking, we went on a little boat ride. Great vibes. Everyone's twerking. Titties are flying. We're having a great fucking time. All of a sudden, she gets dark drunk. She loses her phone. She literally starts accusing everyone on this fucking boat. It's like the most awkward shit. Like we're vibing at all time. Ten the the chi is at all time ten. Ten gold plus five stars. She's like, Who stole my fucking phone? When are you threw it in the lake? We're like, What? Why would he throw your fucking phone in the lake? Shut the fuck up. And I knew right off the rip she was getting dark and evil. I was like, you know, you know when you give a girl a shot and you're like, I want you to get loose. But then you see her kick back the bottle of Patron yeah. a little too much. You're and like, like, oh, bitch, there goes my blowjob. There it goes. Oh, and you know, it's gone. There's so many fucking times when I'm sitting there doing shots with some girl and I walk away for a little bit. And I come back and I see her like pounding them by herself. And I'm like, oh, it's done. Dude, I, I've had relationships with girls where I had to literally like grab the bottle out of their hand and like, listen, bitch. Not tonight. Calm the fuck yeah. down. Chill the fuck out. And that's that's like I'm not a controlling boyfriend. I don't like be trying to like. But you know what this person is about to turn. I into. I just know what it's going to turn into. And then when they get loose, then they don't. They start getting foggy. And you know you're getting kicked out of weddings. Yeah, next thing you're getting kicked out of wedding because your fucking date's trying to suck your dick at the fucking the cake table or some shit. <laughs> Let me just suck your dick a little bit. It'd be so funny. Everybody think it'd be funny, Mike. Let me Man, many dick. a times have I been cock blocked. There's been times where literally I'm about to get down. I, I'm going. I'm going to the bathroom, washing my dick off and shit. And you know, I come back and the bitch is snoring. And I'm like, oh, her fuck. You know what's the worst? Cock blocked by the fucking whatever the fuck this bitch was drinking. That's the worst. When you're just like, you leave for a couple minutes and you come back and they're just, you're like, Whoa. oh yeah. 
And I feel like girls do it quicker than guys will. Like, when they're done for the count, they're, like, out. And you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Next thing you know, I'm, like, setting up alimonies, like, witnesses. I'm bringing in bread, blankets, bottles of water, puke buckets. I'm opening all doors. I'm like, hey, come on in, guys. We got a dead one. Hey, I got a witness in here. Come on. Because the, worst, the worst Confirm thing about dead. that is. Sign up on this paper. If you're in that situation, you're also drunk as fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's like, oh, now I got to sleep drunk as fuck in a bed. Now I got to share a bed with somebody that I didn't even have sex or anything with now. And they're fucking sprawled out everywhere. And you, and you ever had, like, someone snuggling with you and it's hell uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to wake them up and bother, so you're fucking laying there in misery. Like, fuck, I'm sweating my dick off. You know what I've done on multiple occasions? I have fucking let the girl pass out with me. And then I will go to my guest room and just go to sleep in there. I have a very famous friend I know that does that. Yeah, because I'm just like, this is so uncomfortable. I don't want to do this. And I'll be in the guest room. And then a couple times girls have called me out. And one girl, one girl came in. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm just, just like, get the fuck back in bed. And I was like, okay, I'll be back. I've had them do that, and that feels good. Yeah, that feels it, good. What I hate is when they're like, what happened last yeah. night? I'm like, bitch, I don't know what the fuck happened last night. You tell me. I hope, I, I, is there photos or videos? You know, I've, I've had many of... Uh, Many of drunken adventures, and uh, man, I feel like I've almost been robbed of some of my most amazing memories because I was fucking shit face wasted, and and it's like kind of like y- you ever think of a night was way better than it actually was in reality? Yeah, you're like, man, fucking last night, it was epic. and then they're looking at you like, fuck, last night, you piece of shit, yeah, you're out you, of control, you ruined everyone's night. Yeah. You know, you know what's one too is when. Uh, when you uh, and and this girl are drunk together and you guys are having the most magical night ever. This magic moment. But everybody else is like, you guys were complete assholes. And you're like, what? I've seen video footage of me and I'm like, bro, I fucking made out with the hottest chick right in the street and shit. Next thing you know, I see I see footage of it. I'm like, ooh, whoa, ooh, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Who's this oh, dude? No. Who's this dude I'm biting in the I'm face? I'm like, who the fuck? This bitch got a weave on and shit? Oh, what the her I've had there was a couple times where and it, this is where it gets embarrassing. This is where social media like fucking comes to get you in the ass. You wake up the next day and I try I um, I never do it anymore. I did it in the beginning. Many years ago, I would the next morning wake up and like freak out like, okay, where's my phone? Where's my money? Where the fuck are my clothes? What the fuck happened last night? And then eventually you fucking open your phone and you start looking at messages and you're like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I texted her that. Oh, no. No, 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 no. And and there's so many different types of texts. There's that straight up like horn dog, like get over here. I want to fucking eat your pussy, this, that. Then there's the girl that like likes you, but you don't want to be with her. But then you're drunk as fuck. I and text you're like, her, I miss you at four yeah. in the morning. And then you mind like fuck a fucking her. homo. Yeah. And then she's like, fuck you. Then there's that one girl that you text that you're always trying to convince that no, you're not drunk. Yeah. That you went out, but you were just chilling and you're just lying through your teeth. I bought a chick a plane ticket one time when I had like no money. And I was passed out, dead drunk. Weeble Wobble came home one night in his like purple Ford Mustang and almost ran me, almost died because that blind fuck, he he he's, he ran a golf cart into a tree when we first moved here, like destroyed it. This blind fucker almost ran me over in my own driveway. I'm laying in a dirt driveway a hundred yards from the house, like probably getting eaten up by mosquitoes, passed out drunk on speakerphone, like ah. 
Alright, I bought you a plane ticket. I'll see you in the are you come here? I fucking wanna see you. I like I I I want I, I ain't gonna lie, okay, I, I ain't gonna lie, okay, not about a year and maybe a year or two ago, there was this girl and she was like no, I don't want to be like every other girl. And I hate when a girl says it. Like, listen, yeah. baby, come on, baby, come on, baby, baby come baby, on, come baby, on. you're different, baby. So you, you know, I'm trying to get my wood rock. She's like, I only fuck guys I'm dating. I was like, oh yeah. And you might know who I'm talking about. I grabbed my phone and say, come on. And I did it like I was kind of. I feel like I was bluffing her because I'm saying I feel because I wasn't really there. I was there, but I was obviously abducted by aliens. Uh. I handed my phone and said, all right, Change let's do status. this. Change my relationship status. So this girl turned my fucking page to say, in a relationship with her. All my friends, all her friends and family for a good 24 hours. Because when you get that wasted, you don't wake up right away. Yeah. And the damage is done. I got bitches texting me like, fuck you. You played me. I'm like, what? Is she telling me? I got like all these messages. I got like alerts. Congratulations! I'm so happy for you. And here I am. I'm on Facebook in a relationship with a chick that is absolutely fucking hot, smoking hot chick, big titties, beautiful face, blonde hair, fucking great A. I almost want to show you photos of her. But then I didn't realize that I just said that in the moment. In the moment, I probably felt it. I was like, "Yeah, let's come on, baby, let's date. I want to be your boyfriend." And then I fucked the shit out of her, and then I woke up the next day and I remember nothing. And then just being like, and then she tried to like, I guess I was still drunk. She's like, ah, you just did it because you're drunk. I'm like, no, no, you, uh, you're my girlfriend. You see this 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 letter I wrote you where I burnt the edges and written coffee yeah. all on it. This is guys, real. The moral story is sometimes a guy do crazy shit for pussy. That and that's and I'm talking, I'm a goddamn fucking rock star gangster, cold hearted son of a bitch sometimes, but. Sometimes I get a little soft, and obviously sometimes I'm like, hey, it's either I'm in a relationship on this bitch with, on fucking Facebook, or I'm going home jacking off. And what's it going to be? So I chose I chose what I'm I chose. I'm going to make it Facebook official. Fuck this. She's probably going to listen to it. I don't know if she listens to this. I know she's still friends with me on Facebook. But, um, yeah. And I remember it was awkward because she was kind of cool. We didn't talk about it after she left. And, like, I waited, like, days before I'm like, yep, screw Got to take this off. And then she texted me as soon as I did it, like, within five minutes. She's like, yeah, I, I knew you were just drunk. It's cool. And she was, like, trying to be nice about it. But then I kind of felt bad. I was like, damn, she really just wanted me to be her boyfriend. And I'm just like, I don't really know you that well. I've hung out with you a couple times, and we were drunk. And it, and it was fucking great sex. She had just got, like, never mind. I'm not going to detail. It was fucking awesome. But uh, I remember... I was in a relationship with her on Facebook for like 48 hours because I, w- I was trying to fuck. And it was and, magical. Well, it was it, Maybe in my mind it was. I don't know how. Yeah, like I said, it, I thought it was so much better than it probably actually was. That's what we do. We build up these like fictitious moments in our mind sometimes, especially when we're under the influence. We're like, whoa. Was, there are carnival rides I've been at at like EDC, like this electronic music festival, drunk as fuck flying around on this like Sorkin fucking thing that's bound to fucking break a rusty chain that probably passed inspection by some guy paying him off with some molly or some shit probably could have died but there was a couple times i've been in that moment on a ferris wheel drunk as fuck and and the wind is blowing and i'm just like wow <laughs> i just like this story there's been a couple times i've been on a ferris wheel drunk high as, as fuck, fuck. And that's the like wind's blowing. yeah man like being a fat person when you're not sweating 
like I am right now, and it's cool out, and the music is cranking, and you got a hot little, hot little something, something with you, and you just fucking vibing, and you're just like, wow, this this is life. Like some of my greatest moments were like talking to myself in the bathroom, pissing, <laughs> and I'm just like, and something when you're drunk and you pee, it feels very uh, orgasmic in a way. Yeah. It's like, oh. Hell yeah. And just like, whoa, man, I'm fucking, I feel good, man. I remember being blacked out drunk and knowing I was pissing and thinking to myself, please tell me your dick is out. Like, I'm just thinking, I'm leaning, I'm leaning up against the wall. I'm like, please, Hell Miguel, yeah. please, Miguel, tell me you pulled your dick out. Hell yeah. I got, I got wasted in Ybor City once with my friend Allison and, and Becky. We went out partying and wasted, like, when they had to carry me through the streets. And, uh, like, I felt like I got poisoned. I got so wasted. And I'm pissing in this alley, right? And this cop rolls up on me. It's foggy. You know how Ebor gets foggy as yeah, fuck, it man. Yeah, it does. It's like London and shit. It's foggy as fuck. And the cop is like, hey, 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 what are you doing? I'm like, hey, man, I'm just trying to pee in this this alley. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, I just had to pee and pee in this alley. He's like, bro, this is an intersection. I was pissing out to the intersection. See, Miguel, I want to see this, Miguel. I want to see this guy. I want to see you get just shit wasted and just irresponsible as fuck. We need to have a night where there's nothing I'm doing because I can't get shit wasted if I got to do stuff. You know, that's my only thing. So when, we'll do it again. We'll have a night where we'll bring in another staff. Well, the tour bus is back. It's yeah. not 100% yet. We're waiting for a generator. Hopefully it shows up and we need to get scammed. And... uh <laughs> And I, I these would be the the worst scam artists ever because they didn't want our money. Yeah. These generators. That's how artists. that's how we fell for it. Like yeah. this gotta be real. They didn't even want the money. Oh man, they okie doked us. They were like, look, it's called the Memphis Swing. Some guy's <laughs> doing some fucking scheme, and he's like, I'm just done. I'm walking away. He's like, but, but this guy from Florida he won't stop calling us. This is the plan, buddy. One that's how more. You rope him. One more. Just one more. One generator. more lick, and we'll get out of the game, bro. <laughs> yeah. So members' weekend coming up, and. uh We've got fucking some fire-ass content. We have some footage from the karaoke comedy night, and that is fucking great time. If you did not come to that, you fucked up. But uh, by the time you hear this, hopefully it won't be too late for you to RSVP. All you got to do is become a member of MikeBeach.com. And we want to we want to thank some of the, the newest members who yeah, signed up. As we promised, we, we, t- we had uh, Steven. He uh, put up a whole new uh, list of people who joined since we uh, first since we first started doing this. So at this time, we want to personally thank Perry Jackson of Deltona, Florida. I want to thank Zach Siraj of Calgary, Alberta. David Lewis, Deltona, Florida. They must be neighbors. Cruz Gonzalez from Oro Valley, Arizona. Robert Calabrese from Wampum, Pennsylvania. I might be off on that one. I right. apologize. I tell you this much, Mike. Have you ever looked at them? And be like, fuck. I hope I'm saying the right state. Oh yeah. I don't know me, all the abbreviations. Me too. Ryan Barkdahl from Columbia Falls, Montana. Rihanna Reed, Sterling Heights, Michigan. Nicholas Vassy from Bel Air, Ohio. Tyler Pierre, East Wichita. What the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. Gianni Diaz from Orlando, Florida. Mark Rodriguez from Visola, California. And Skylar Blackburn from Jamesport, uh, Missouri. James Smith of California. Dustin Noland from Glendive, Montana. Karina Schwarzkopf, Vero Beach, Florida. Jansen Davis from York, New Hampshire. Elizabeth Hoover from 
Thonocetus, Florida. Don't know. Never heard of that. That sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah. Scott Terry from Ocean City, Maryland. The thing about the Thonocetus was its bones were hollows and it was covered with feathers. Gary Spry, Henderson. Mm, <laughs> um, MN. That's. Uh, MN, Minnesota? Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I've been drinking. Ma- Marv Maroquin from Red Deer, I think Alberta, because it's AB. Josh Snell from Central Point, Oregon. And then this one's weird. It just says Gedrick Van Thilo from Essen. He's like some kind of warrior. This is Gedrick Van Thilo. We have a lot of international followers. Yeah, from the tribe of Essen. Holy shit. We got a Joseph Ross from St. Cloud, Florida. Get out. Wow. He, he's like, you know what? I feel bad about all that shit he went through back at that town. I'll sign up. I got Nicholas Chirinos from Ocala, Florida. Dominic Smith from Ruskin, Florida. Danny Devark from Ro- uh, Raj- Rochester. Uh, Larry Clayman from San Rafael, California. And Colin Mann from Jacksonville, Florida. Jos- uh, Joshua Ramirez, Port Orange, Florida. Kyle just H. He doesn't want his girl to know he fucking joined St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, Veronica Shuttlesworth, Claremont, Florida. Thank you, Veronica. Gabriel Carleo, Casa Granda, Arizona. Corey Little, Crestview, Florida. Daniel Matacruz, uh, Calstone, Michigan. Some of these guys are listening to this and still not realizing we said their name. He's like, <laughs> I don't know if he said my name or not. Dude, hey, hey, from Bingo. Now, yeah, from now on, guys, man. Check his card. Uh, just give me the goddamn state you live in. <laughs> uh, spell it out because I don't know all the abbreviations off the hand. Isaac Cobos, Savannah, Georgia. Austin Sawyers from Weddeville, uh, Virginia. Nathan Full, Claremont, Florida. Stephen Kroll, Waterloo, uh, Illinois or not got, uh, Waterloo, uh, Iowa. I got Caleb Kastner from Orlando, Florida. Michael Workman from Charlotte, North Carolina. Cameron Reeder from Morgantown, West Virginia. Austin Thomas from Portland, Oregon. F and P from Inglewood, California. Inglewood always up to no good. Michael Needham from Marietta, Georgia. Joey Gunter from Dozer, Alabama. Trey Sanchez from El Paso. Brad Slagle. From Cumming, Georgia, Brad Slagle. <laughs> I'm Brad Slagle. I got Tony Ortega, Fresno, California. Chris Duff from Sudbury, Maine. Douglas Alterf from Daytona Beach. But do you have Brad Slagle from Cumming, Georgia? <laughs> it's, it's like I feel like we're playing Guess Who. Is yeah. your man wearing a hat? Yeah. I've got Alex Henderson from Orlando, Florida. Fred Broadbent from Colorado City, Arizona. That's weird. Terry Giles from Memphis, Tennessee. Colorado City, Arizona. That just sounds wild. Like, where are you from? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, New York City, uh, Anchorage. You know? Michael Gonzalez, Ocala, Florida. Nick. Ooh, this one's going to uh Carol Washkris, <laughs> Cortland, <laughs> Illinois. This person really does not want to know. It's just S is the first name and last name is a T. Ashabala. Ohio, don't even know what the fuck that is. Shane Warwick, Pontiac, Michigan. Chris Maldora, uh, Maldona. <laughs> I like how that would sound like a question. Bay, Bay City, Chris Texas. Maldora. Chris Thomas, Shelton, Connecticut. Leah Martin, Inglewood, Florida. Cody Ashton, Devon, Alabama. Brian Stanley, Middlesex, New Jersey. Emily Penderson, Hendering, doesn't have a state. Tom Fulton, Lake Mary, Florida. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Tyler Wilson, uh, Bonetta Springs, Florida. Joseph 
Dingle Lacker, Edison, New Jersey. <laughs> Joseph Dingle Lacker, I'm going to need you to hang out with Mr. Brad Slaggle. It's the Slaggle and Dinger Lacker Tour. <laughs> Joshua Dona, Ocala, Florida. Thank you, Joshua. I got Jacob Cook from Sun Valley, uh, Nevada. Terry White from Fallon, Nevada. Tony Wade from Mineola, Florida. Doug Thomas from Abingdong, Illinois. Kevin Schneck from North Carolina. That's all it says. Dustin Harris from Palm Beach. I like that, Kevin. Just put the fucking state. Uh, Leo Martinez from Fontana, California. Ryan Conley from La Mesa, Texas. And last, I have Robert Rodriguez, Lake Worth, Florida. I got Dylan Connors, Youngstown, Ohio. Eric Madden, Cincinnati, Ohio. Goshen Holmes, Lake City, Florida. Josh Bowersox, Middlestown, PA. Adam Hardy, Auburn. And Cody LaBeouf. Thank you, guys, very, very much. If you want to hear us say your name, uh, even if you're a member, just join again. Just make up some other fucking name. If you want to hear us say dumb shit, we'll just turn this into a cameo. We'll, the last part of every show, we'll personally thank you guys. We hope to see each and every one of you at this weekend's Members Weekend. We have some MMA fighting. We have Joker gang, Joker gang and Gum Gang are doing a slap-off, face-to-face yeah. slap-off. Uh, Vice is going to be here. Uh, our friends at All Gas No Breaks, who is now Channel 5 because they got fucked in some shady deal. Uh, Channel 5 will be here. We've got a bunch of awesome, cool, uh, sexy ladies stopping by. A bunch of cool, fun games. We're going to play Hot and Peas Butter with fucking paintball, uh, paintball guns. guns. All kinds of cool shit. We have uh, personally went into swinger groups on Facebook and invited everyone we could possibly think of. So do not be surprised if a couple of starts to start fucking right in front of you. And they're so cool because they're like, so, hey, what's the rules? And we're like, rules? Rules. Like, Jesus Christ. You guys are asking questions like that? Thank God. It's like the moment we realized that we're more crazier than the actual swingers. They're, yeah. like, they're like, so where can we have sex and can we be nude? I'm like, anywhere and whenever. Yeah. They're like, and they don't believe they're steven they can't believe that it's only 33 dollars a month and we're gonna feed them get them drunk and they can stay here for three days they're like some of them probably didn't join because they thought it was like some bullshit they, they didn't think it was legit they're swingers like, are gonna put us out of business they're gonna do the swingers are gonna overtake the fucking the, yeah. the members which a lot of our members you know they get down like that i just can't wait to single see them mingling together and then seeing them either being really happy or really disappointed, like what the fuck? All these people are fat. What get the ready fuck's for going shit to here? get weirder, Jeff. Yeah, it's gonna get real fucking weird. Uh, the last podcast, Jeff got his dick sucked, and mm-hmm. you can see that if you're into seeing that type of stuff on the website. You can see all the, all the fire shit. We just um, edited Aaron a fucking uh, some footage that no one's ever fucking seen. It's from when I went to the AVNs, uh, the Porn Awards in uh, Vegas from a year and a half ago. Or maybe, Is it over a year? I don't even know. 2020 and 2021 just runs in together. Some funny shit. You're going to see uh, Midget Mac getting his dick sucked by Jenny Jizz. Me fucking with them while they're sleeping. Some crazy shit going on. Me catching some head. P- fucking jizzing on a, cu- a porn star. All kinds of great shit. You're going to see it all on the website. It's going to be airing exclusively on MyBC.com. We can't air that shit anywhere else because the website is full of amazing fucking content. And more to come. We're we're getting, we're, we're making serious ground. Our two wonderful cameraman editors, Chris and Aaron, they are, uh, they are chipping away at some of the old stuff. And once we get caught up, which we're getting there, we're, we're still filming stuff, but we're going to be start focusing strictly on like new, new, new shit. We're always going to dig through the archives and find some shit, but I'm excited for what's about to come. We're going to be 
doing a lot of these original shows that we've been creating and writing and we're gonna go out there and we're actually gonna fucking do it the bus is back hopefully this goddamn planet opens back up and gets back to fucking life and i'm excited i hope you didn't die of corona uh and if you did uh sorry about that uh and fucking let's live life and fucking uh get weird this weekend i'm and with it man i'm excited and thank y'all guys for listening we really do appreciate it. Tell your friends or, or don't. Some, maybe maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe they're like, yeah, you listen to this shit. They get disowned. If you hate your Thanksgivings or Christmases, tell your family to listen to this podcast. They probably won't invite you back. So that's a good way to get rid of those guys. And remember, special shout out to Brad Slaggle. <laughs> he's like, well, I got, I took those guys. You know, right. he's probably like, twice. he's probably listening the whole time. He's like, it's Slage. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yep. So. Well, guys, on behalf of myself, Mike Busey, the we love crew you. here, Thank we love you. you guys. Thank you guys so much. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking. My Mikasa is your Mikasa. Oh, one more thing. Uh, the next uh, podcast we'll be doing with the studio audience again. Live. Members. So we're going to be having the members in here. And maybe I'll give Miguel the blackout and get drunk like we did last time. I'm with it, man. Hell Fuck yeah. It. So we'll see you next week, guys. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you this weekend. We love you. Thank you for the support. Uh, and we'll see you very soon. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>